0: Consequence Podcast Network.
1: This episode brought to you by
0: Nick B. B. Nick B. Fun fact about Nick B. Oh yeah, last week I said something. He's like, you're wrong, but he did say he's actually had and he has consumed whale. What
2: whale?
3: What kind of whale?
0: I did not ask what kind of beluga. Baby beluga in the deep blue sea
3: swim so fast. And he got ate by by Nick B.
1: <laughs> Those poor whales. Aww. Well, Nick me enjoy your uh whale <laughs> feast or whatever. This episode also brought to you by Ryan. Ryan.
3: Ryan. Ryan. Hey guys. Yeah. I am super grateful for Ryan this week oh, because yeah? Ryan introduced me to something fantastic. She brought me some um cold brew with mocha and (laughs) almond milk no joke i just
1: saw you post a picture of this on instagram (laughs) i
2: liked it
3: (laughs) yeah so i've got a full glass of that because i need some energy to record um last time i drank cold brew i seriously had a conversation in my uh, I, i say it was a conversation but it was very one-sided because I was talking like this, and I was so excited, and I ended up talking about God and how I feel about religion and, and life and death and the universe. And she like kept backing away from me, and she got her secretary in, and she's like, hey, uh, I need your help making some copies. <laughs> <laughs> and I really just walked away. <laughs> so, thank you, Ryan. It's delicious. That's really thoughtful of you, Ryan.
1: <laughs> I like how it just makes it you a psychopath, and it turns you loose oh in the God. world. Yeah. This episode <laughs> also brought to you by... Matt Matt Orca Borca hey, Yes And Matt wants us to share some Swedish facts Because that's where he is from And my Swedish fun fact is one that I greatly enjoyed this week uh, And it is Ooh. that a Swedish man once received disability After claiming an addiction to heavy metal Really? Yes The man had attended 300 heavy metal concerts in a year Rendering him unable to work
2: hmm. And he because-
1: got disability benefits. <laughs> like they gave no. it to really? him. Really? Yeah. It must be great to live in a place that has like strong social safety nets.
3: I know. Oh, it kind of makes me jealous because so I've been to four hundred heavy metal concerts this year, and I still got to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> her neck. So what the she fuck? She can't even hold her neck I know. up. It's
0: So messed
1: up. It
3: just. Lobs around, guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, from headbanging.
3: <laughs> oh, Mike, welcome yeah. to that
1: conversation. <laughs> oh my God, welcome back to another episode of the, the Patrionicals.
3: Patrionicals. Previously on the Patreonicals
0: and Manitoba, Eddie and Isaac are doing like a parlay, a tat tat you <laughs> might say.
2: <laughs> I, I,
0: <laughs> Isaac attached a drill arm. <laughs> I'm sorry, Isaac. Isaac, <laughs> Isaac attached a drill arm. To Tristam, right. his half-cyborg Terminator person. Right. And he's digging under the walls to get in there and kill some people.
1: Yeah, I Ooh. mean, people have been tunneling under walls since the birth of walls. I get it.
3: Exactly. And uh-huh. tunnels and underneath things. Right. And, and so, Isaac
0: tells Eddie, yeah. he's like, look, just give up. You know, just give up now. We're like, We're like, we're going to kill you and everything. So you got to give it up. And Eddie was like, this was a trick. Uh-oh. Cut to underneath it. And a bunch of moles and gophers attack Tristan under the wall.
3: Thank you, Eddie. Oh, Woo-hoo! my God.
0: And they, like, almost kill him. Like, they, like, chew off his drill arm and like, the the, the dirt. <gasps> it's pretty brutal, man. It is. It's hardcore. And then there's, like, there's there's tremors above and everything's shaking. And Eddie's like, I'm going to kill you, Isaac. Oh, and my God. Like all these squirrels <laughs> and shit fall from the sky. Like
1: flying squirrels?
0: Yeah. Oh and my they God. start mauling his people and stuff and, like, <laughs> Bears come and attack them, and like it was all a trap.
1: He lulled Uh Isaac into a false sense of security.
3: He did. They call
1: that the dipsy doodle. (laughs) Yeah. Do they?
0: The siege was a trick (laughs) to gather more (laughs) mammals outside
1: Mm. on the other side
0: of Isaac, so he's trapped. And then like Eddie's people are shooting flame bow and arrows and stuff. And like anyway, Isaac he's got some superpowers, he is he's escaping. He escapes on one. Right. He's running away. Sure. Yeah. And then Eddie was like. Yeah, that's what you get.
3: <laughs> Got forest fucked.
1: <laughs> I honestly thought this whole tete a tete was going to end with Eddie saying, "But Isaac, we're all mammals, and we're all welcome Whoa. in Mammaltopia. <laughs> Aww.
3: That's the Hallmark version.
0: Cut to the submarine that's half on the water, half in the land, with all the cyborgs around it. Right. Ooh. Kate's outside fighting them. She tears off two of their <gasps> arms with her mind powers. And shoves yes. the arms through their chest. And it's like going through them over and over again. Oh, I love it. That's she's awesome.
3: She's
1: literally fisting them with their own
0: fists.
3: With her mind. She doesn't even have to get her hands dirty. No,
1: it's the best. She's getting their hands dirty, Jen. I know. <laughs> her weakness
0: uh-huh. is is like when she's doing that, she can't talk out loud. So she can't. She's like, yeah, I'm fisting them with their own fists. But she can only think about it. Right. Because she that's what she does. She can say doesn't. it out loud. Yeah. So there's no quips. Yeah. Right.
2: Oh,
3: well, we'll work on that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She's she's just sad about it, but she's okay.
3: Oh. Uh, also,
0: <laughs> Mickey Mac and the Koala have gotten the motorcycle ready. Matthew comes crawling out. Of the sub, uh, he's like, "Holy shit! Chippendale are super evil in there, and they're part of the Narc's Templar." And Narc's then, and
2: then, Templar. Narcs <laughs> <Timbler>. <laughs> Holy
3: shit! Is that the knight that tells on everybody else? <laughs> 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 yes. <sighs> oh my
0: god! Uh, he was like, "The Knights Templar—they did Sunny D, man. <laughs> no! they're, they're the ones who did it." And so Chippendale come out. And they're like, you got to fucking die. You can't know the truth.
3: <laughs> oh, no. Chip and Dale are
0: very different from how I remember them in my childhood.
3: I know. They're not rescuing anyone. No.
0: <laughs> so they get, all get on the motorcycle and escape. But Chip and Dale get in the submarine again. They gather up some more cyborgs. And they're like, look, we've got to kill you guys. You guys know too much. Right. And we have a big evil plan that we can't tell you about. And in the the, the, <laughs> the, the submarine, episode. it takes off into the sky.
1: <gasps> I'm sorry. Into the sky?
0: The submarine. Is it a flying submarine? The thing that literally submarines,
1: sub being under, marine being water, flew into the sky.
3: Uh, Is it a Mary Poppins submarine?
0: (laughs) Don't you guys remember? It has giant tank treads on the bottom so it can go through go yeah. on land that does not
3: that doesn't mean make it you can fly,
0: fly. <laughs> it grew wings and then it also had wow. giant jets on them
1: okay so what you just described mm. is a plane but okay
0: right <laughs> <laughs> no, but when it lands the, the the wings retract and it can go underwater okay so it
1: literally is a submarine for all seasons it's a, it is it's a, yeah yeah
0: cuts to thunder domington where michael okay. is gathering people to overthrow isaac because he thinks the war is a waste of time he says we need to uh, unite with Mammaltopia because there's not a lot of like people left, and this and like the zombies suck. We gotta like we gotta get shit together here.
2: <laughs> zombies.
0: But then up in the sky, <gasps> a lightning bolt goes, and you see the su- the submarine flying in the background. It's coming to Thunderdome. Oh, oh my no. god!
1: How many cyborgs did Kate fist? What are Chippendale gonna do in Thunderdome? Wait, didn't Michael go to Thunderdome? Find out next week on another <laughs> episode of. <laughs> The (laughs) (laughs) Patrionicals. This episode finally brought to you by Chris. Chris. Oh, Chris. Yeah.
3: Chris just wants everyone to know that uh, we see you and we love you and you're not alone. um, And shit's scary right now, but we're all in it together. Well, Chris, thank
0: you so much for reminding us that we're all in this together. (laughs) That theme music will never love me. I'm rich. I wear glasses, I'm thin. (laughs) That theme music will never play itself for me. Does your neighbor know you're cheating on her? That girl does listen to the podcast, so we can't talk about that. Uh,
3: welcome to the Horror Virgin, everybody. I'm Jen. I'm Mikey. And I'm
1: the Horror Virgin, Todd, which means I don't like scary movies, but you guys make me watch them. But this week, we have a very special guest with us, Yay. Chris from CinemaSins.
3: Hey, Chris. Hey,
1: how's it going, guys?
3: We're great. doing great. Thank How you are so you? Thank so much for
1: joining us. Doing great. You guys were on
4: our podcast one time a long time ago. Well, yeah, it
1: was... <laughs> Well, I was under a year ago. It was your uh, Halloween episode. Yeah, that's right. Last it was year. October, yeah. but it
4: still feels, because of all the things that have happened since then, <laughs> yeah. it feels like it's five years. Yeah. It
3: feels simultaneously like it was yesterday and that it was 30,000 years ago.
4: Yes. That's correct. Yes. I think that's an accurate assessment. I think so, too. <laughs> really happened. We love having you guys on the podcast because we get to do something different for a change, and, you know, and we love talking horror movies and stuff, although I'm probably the bigger horror guy out of the, the main three.
1: The movie that you guys. Made me watch this week was Jaws 2.
3: That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming
1: you guys have seen Jaws 2 before though, right?
3: Yes. Yes.
4: I had not.
2: Had really? you not? Really?
4: Okay, look, Todd gave me a whole list of movies mm-hmm. that you're yes. about to do. The only one out of that list that I had not seen was Jaws 2, and that's the reason why I picked it. Really? Oh. Wow. Okay, awesome.
1: (laughs) I honestly didn't think we'd be able to find a movie that you hadn't watched.
4: No, you found it. Like I haven't seen any of the Jaws sequels up until now. Wow. Okay. Well, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's there's a a lot of
4: franchises that came out in the 70s and 80s and everything like that where I've seen the first one. Yeah. But I haven't seen any of the others. The only like big franchise that I watched a ton of stuff uh, and see, I think I've seen every uh, movie is Halloween. Mm. But like Friday the Thirteenth, I've only seen two of those. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, I've only seen the first one. And like some of the later ones, but like I haven't seen any of the ones. So like, yeah, yeah. Jaws 2 is just like any of those to me. Um, yeah. I heard it was terrible. didn't need to see it.
3: <laughs> did you? Well, <laughs> I guess we'll get into what we thought of it. Um,
1: oh, yeah, we'll definitely dig into it. So Jan and Mikey, you've seen it before, right? What did you guys think about it the first time you saw it? I saw it as a kid.
3: Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah.
0: I did not like it as a kid. I was like, man, this is not as good. And let me tell you, that opinion holds up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching it as a kid. I remember this and Jaws 3 being on USA all the time. Um, And I probably saw Jaws 3 more, but I do remember watching this when I was little. And I remember really liking it as a kid and loving it now. Yeah, I really dig it. Oh, you
1: loved it today. Okay. You
3: loved it? I do, yeah. Interesting. Okay, look, I understand what kind of movie it is. I know it's not perfect. And it's also being compared to one of my favorite movies of all time. Jaws is amazing, yeah. So it's not going to hold up. But I mean, but look, this is a shark slasher Like it functions the same way like the slasher movies do, which is so cool. You know, it's just there's a lot of things I really love about it. I don't think it's perfect, but I do love it. I
0: feel like it misses the mark because it tries to be kind of as serious as the first one, but it's not as well done as the first one and the rest of the Jaws sequels get a little sillier and, like, kind of go into, like, the Jaws is trying to kill Brody's family and, like, more <laughs> slasher-esque, mm-hmm. which I I like more ridiculous sequels if they're not going to be really good, you know? Yeah. yeah, and
1: I do think that they nailed the not-very-good sequel in this sequel, but it's just not as fun, I guess, as the ones that are more funny and silly. Although I do think this one is silly because it does seem like everyone in the town has amnesia and does not remember what happened fucking last summer. And that drives me insane. (laughs) It's like Brody went through like a time warp and he landed on Amity Island, and then in that time warp world, none of them experienced the first episode of Jaws. It's
3: just a shark to the left, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> it was more than a
0: year ago. It was like six years ago? Five. They say yeah. four years.
1: Oh, okay, okay. But uh, still, yeah. the fact that anyone's in that ocean ever is stupid to me. Exactly. Like, if you watched a lot of your town folk get eaten by a huge fucking shark, like, on that beach, you would not go back to that beach. It would take a generation for people to go back to that beach. So, like, the fact that not only does no one talk about it, but they also sort of gaslight Brody the whole movie. Like, it drove me insane so much so that I hated it. Not the movie. (laughs) I didn't hate the movie. I just hate the way people treated Brody in this movie. Yeah.
4: That's a a thing that they were supposed to make. Amity was um, all the stores were boarded up and all sorts of stuff was, like, like basically dead Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. And uh, that's what they were wanting to do at one point. But, you know, uh, the the, the brass said, no, you don't want to do that.
3: Yeah, they wanted to be more fun. You want to make
1: the exact same movie as the first one. Just make it a little not as good.
3: Throw some more teenagers in there. Couple more boats
1: yeah you know? that's, that's <laughs> yeah. that is what happened. yeah, it's the same thing with a schooner race at the end,
3: yeah well, yeah,
0: I did like the helicopter
1: scene, of course you did, Mikey. <laughs> it's seacopter, guys. It is Seacopter, but sea gets so fucked up in this movie, but let's let's just get into it. Let's just talk All about right. the movie. yeah.
3: so we start with underwater and music. And we've got scuba divers.
1: Yeah, let me just say this about the beginning of this movie. There's credits for the first five fucking minutes and zero dialogue. I hate when movies do this. It's so bad.
0: Hold on, Todd. This is the most important scene of the movie because these two guys (laughs) underwater. (laughs) This
1: is the most important
0: scene of the movie? These are the only two guys who know that Jaws 1 happened. (laughs)
3: Yeah, yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. It's very true because they get to the Orca.
0: Yes,
1: they which do. is
3: the ship that we're sunk. And it was not until I was doing research on this that I realized that was the Orca. I thought it was Wait, just really the ship. It, yeah.
1: I literally have in my notes. Oh, it's the Orca because it says <laughs> on the boat the Orca
3: yeah you know I don't always (laughs) catch actually I researched
0: it too and I I found that I found that I watched the movie so I researched it and found out that that was the orca
3: really like with your eyes you know that's the research you did see the
1: difference is Jen actually does what we call active research and she like goes online and reads articles (laughs) and shit and Mikey and I are more passive research where we just watch Hmm. shit and then assume we know everything
3: about it by (laughs) active do you mean real? I mean yes
1: yeah absolutely Uh, but yeah yeah,
3: it's so it's what remains of the orca Uh, the scuba dive at the beginning
1: clearly know about the events of the first Jaws but they don't Mm, know that the first Jaws died because they are trying to go down there and like paparazzi take pictures
0: of Jaws
3: Scuberazzi.
1: And then there's the scuba-razi. They gets conjure the by. ghost yeah, of Jaws. They do.
0: He took a picture in front of the orca with like his fingers up, like, peace yeah. to peace sign. Yeah. Yeah, I
4: thought the whole point of that was just to go down and take pictures around the orca, not to find Jaws. It
1: has to be just to find the orca, yeah. Yeah.
4: Because yeah. Jaws is yeah. dead.
1: Like, if they know the orca exists, the reason the orca is famous is because it killed Jaws. Or the right. people on yeah, yeah, the orca yeah. killed Jaws. So yeah. Well yeah. I mean they obviously they get attacked by a shark.
3: They do, yeah. Well yeah, because it's Mm -hmm.
1: Jaws, right? Yeah Okay, so the first one is Jaws. What is this one called? Is this one also Jaws? This is Jaws too. But you call the Jaws
3: Jaws too? I mean, I call it's them Jaws all Jaws. It's Jaws
0: T-O-O.
3: It's like Michael Myers. <laughs> like, he keeps coming back. See, and this is how it functions like a slasher, because there's no reason for the shark to come back because he was dead. They never say whether it's the same shark or a different shark, so I just imagine it's Jaws, and they, like, by going into the orca, they, like, enacted some kind of spell that conjured the ghost of Jaws back into physical form or something. See, what you
1: don't know is they're actually performing a scuba shaman ritual that is called causing Jaws to come back to life yes honestly after he gets burned by I don't know the lady monk in this movie yeah um, I just started calling him Scar Jaws because Scar he, Jaws? his face is all fucked up I, I also could have called him Cardboard Jaws <laughs> because he looks
0: like he's cardboard but yeah I dumbly thought he always was scarred and that he was the shark from the first film And I was like oh he grew back his face and it's all scarred up <laughs> he grew
2: back
3: the other half of his body that exploded hey but look if Dr. Loomis can shoot Michael six times and
1: he <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah.
4: I don't think they named Jaws in any iteration. I don't think they ever called no. him Jaws. No, right. I think they just called it that because, hey, that's uh, a catchy title or whatever. So, like, to the fact that, like, this is just another shark to me, it doesn't mean that they're, they're calling this particular shark Jaws. I think it's confusing.
3: And so what happens now, I really like, and this is when I was looking for this to become a slasher, I was looking for this a lot. So we see a lot of the shark POV shot, point of view shot, which is something you see in, like, traditional slashers, too. So I thought that was really cool, too.
1: You see that the first Jaws, too. I mean, you get Jaws cam, for sure.
3: Yeah. They were deciding what to do about that. They knew there was no way they could ever recreate Jaws, so they're like, fuck it. Let's just show the shark as much as possible because people, they want to come and see a shark. They know what the shark looks like, you know, so... Let's just go Well, yeah, it.
1: because the cat was out of the bag with the first one. Everyone's exactly. already seen it. You know, yeah. The
0: shark. The shark was out of the bag. Sorry. Yeah, the shark was out of the water. Uh,
3: but so the, he, we see the shark POV shot, and we see the scuba divers, like, sensing something's wrong, and then they turn around, and one, like, takes a picture in self-defense or something, and then gets eaten I, I honestly
1: it. think he was part of the scuba and he was trying to get an up-shark photo. <laughs> ah. Mm, yep, not cool. Yep,
3: I agree. Not cool, I paparazzi. Agree. I love
1: Mikey's mm-hmm. was, like, trying not to laugh at that one. I got you, Mikey. I got your number. I was like,
0: oh, so terrible. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it
3: Mikey you. that is a thousand percent something you would say You're just <laughs> mad I
1: beat you to it <laughs> But anyway, so, uh, but they're dead. Like, we don't ever see them die, right? But they're, they are dead. We don't, yeah. But yeah, yeah, they're dead. They go missing. They find the abandoned boat. They do it
0: off screen. They just talk about it.
1: Right. And that's all during the credits, right? Yeah. That's like three and a half minutes in. And then it jumps to Chief Brody driving to what is just an indoor pool opening.
0: Right. It's a Holiday Inn Express. Is it a Holiday
1: Inn
3: Express? I think it it said Holiday Inn. I don't know if it's a Holiday Inn Express. I have
0: some thoughts about this scene. One, how does the high school band know so many songs? What? High school bands know a shitload of songs. They sing like seven songs and they're all perfect. Like no high school band is that good. My high school band was that good, Mikey. <laughs> I was
3: the band president. Are you really? Not now. They don't of let
1: 38-year-old <laughs> men be high school band presidents.
3: I loved when they were playing downtown, though. And I love how you slowly hear it, you know, and then it's yeah. downtown. <laughs> but of course, in my head, I was like thinking,
1: short sure town. <laughs> but when was the last time you saw a town turn out for an indoor holiday inn pool opening?
0: It's for, like, half-written plot lines. They don't come back. It's not important. Hey, if I'm going to see Tina
4: in a bikini, then I'm coming.
3: <laughs> it was a one-piece <laughs> here, though. Yeah, it was a
1: one-piece. <laughs> and I do think that that was crazy because the mayor of the town, he makes her cut the ribbon, and she is the only one at this Holiday and Express in a bathing suit. So she I has know. to walk up in front of everyone who's apparently there celebrating the scholarship and not the opening of the pool. She, I just have to imagine that she assumed it was just for the pool opening and got there and she was like, oh, shit. I didn't realize it wasn't like a pool function. So I'm wearing a swimsuit and they were like, we don't have time to have you go home and change. Just cut the ribbon in your outfit.
3: Todd, I feel like that's a very kind assessment of that situation. They told
2: her to wear a bathing suit because she's a beauty queen. I also
1: think she didn't realize that, though. Like, I will buy the mayor, who does sort of creepily like yeah go cut it yeah
4: well he says that a girl oh that's what point. it was
1: <laughs> yeah I, I i do remember thinking gross <laughs> when, yeah. when that happened yeah well Ro- Ro- roy Scheiner like wolf whistle oh, right. yep. <laughs> she's like 16 17 she's underage right
3: yeah probably it is really weird yeah well but so they're having this nice banquet by a pool. And I mean, that's that's legitimately she could be wearing a bathing suit if it were going to become a pool party later, but it never does. So they've just built this new hotel. And- Jen,
1: any party by a pool is going to turn into a pool party if the participants get drunk enough.
3: Ironically,
0: no one wears their bathing suits appropriately. Like, she'll wear it to this party, but not to go boating. That is a very <laughs> good point, Mikey.
3: I noticed yeah. there were a lot of street clothes on those boats. And I was like, you're going to get wet. But so there's a new real estate investment person in town and Ellen is working for him. And did you guys recognize him? The actor is Joseph Muscolo, who was Stefano on Days of Our Lives. Who's like- No shit! Yeah, uh-huh. The long running like evil guy on Days of Our Lives.
1: I had a babysitter growing up who loved Days of Our Lives. <laughs> so I got super into it when I was like, in sixth grade
3: right yeah me too i went through a phase (laughs) yeah but and stefano was on it then i would like
0: to say that tina has the most character development in this movie that's an interesting take tina (laughs) she has this this place she doesn't have any agency she watches a boat blow up then she starts bossing around her boyfriend then he gets eaten in front of her and she like she grows she grows
1: i think you're confusing character development with just traumatic shit happening to tina true yeah (laughs)
0: that's the only development that happens to anyone in this movie, no one, no one changes.
1: Although I will say that this movie is pretty much a PTSD case study for Captain Brody. It really or Chief is Brody, I should say. I know, and then absolutely. how everyone around him is just denying the fact that any of the events in the first Jaws happened, which well, is fucking insane to me. It drives me insane. Yep. But I think that plays into the PSD element of it, right? I
3: think so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's interesting to see kind of how he reacts knowing what's happened in the first movie. Because it's basically the same situation, you know? What did you think he was gonna do? He was gonna yeah. overreact because he's seen this. Jen, he
1: doesn't overreact. He reacts. Everyone else underreacts. Is that a word? Um he tries to shoot the
3: ocean and Okay, that's... okay, we'll get there. Because you're making <laughs> some good points, but let's get to
0: him. <laughs> a... I'm gonna go ahead and take the mayor's side for the first time. <gasps> <laughs> Mikey, Mikey, you
1: son of a <laughs> Bitch.
3: Read through, room, Mikey. I do want
4: to say that in this movie, Murray Hamilton, who plays the mayor, seems to be sort of relegated to a different kind of role here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had read up that, you know, his wife was diagnosed with cancer mm-hmm. during the uh, filming of this movie. And oh, everything. really? So they were... So yeah, when I was watching this, I was like, was was he sick? Because it just seemed like it kind of pushed him aside, and they Mm -hmm. made this other guy the big villain, Mm -hmm. the big like human villain of the movie. Yeah.
3: In the first movie, he has that moment where he was like, yeah, my son was on that beach. Of course I want you to go kill the shark. And so it seems so strange that he's denying everything now, especially knowing his son is one of the kids that goes out boating. So it's like, why the fuck don't you care? Because
1: it takes place in an alternate reality where none of the events of the first Jaws happen to anyone but. Captain Brody, or
0: Chief Brody. It's because the first four kills of this movie, no one sees. Like, the two divers go missing, the boat blows up, they find a charred body. There's no evidence of a shark except the whale that dies. Like, I wouldn't close the beach either. In the first film, people were getting ate in front of all their families <laughs> and there was blood everywhere and like it was mass hysteria yeah they had a couple of missing people you're right like, though
1: Mikey because the in the first kill of the first
0: movie it is a shark
1: attack they yeah. see that yeah they know and they that they find from, the
0: body and they yeah. prove it's a shark attack yeah. and then the kid gets ate at the beach in front of the whole town this movie, there's none of
2: that.
3: But also like the marketing for this thing is all wrong because they're trying to say like, oh we only have one shark. There's only one shark in the ocean. We killed it. We'll never have this problem again. What they should be doing is, hey, we know sharks exist in the ocean so every beach is going to have the risk of sharks but our town takes it seriously and we got the shark tower so if one comes, we're going to see it and we're going to tell you to get out of the water so you're safe swimming in this ocean because we're actually trying to protect you but they don't do that. I mean, you're
1: not wrong (laughs) and Jen, what really pisses me off is they built a fucking shark tower and then shame the chief for going up there and doing his goddamn job. I
3: know. Yeah.
1: (laughs) There's no evidence of a shark. I mean, I I get, Mikey, that there is no evidence, but he is up there just looking for sharks. At that point, he has done nothing wrong, and they're like, look at that fucking idiot up there looking for sharks protecting our citizens.
0: If he put a deputy up there, he wouldn't have gotten trouble with it. He should have delegated it. He has more than one. There was like four in the movie. Yeah,
1: He has four deputies and one secretary Mm, who
0: you never see.
3: (laughs) All right, so we got some teens talking, and there are a lot of teens in this movie. And I picked up some of their names, and some of them I really like, and some of them I was really annoyed by. Yeah, so
1: there's Tina, and then there's Mike. That's Brody's son. Uh-huh. And then there's Brody's there's... younger son, who's not a teen. Sean. Uh, Sean I call him right? little
3: brother a lot. But and yeah. then
1: there's jock They're... kid and nerdy kid, and that's it. The rest are just teens in my mind. Well, then there's girl, and then there's cousin with the bad hair. <laughs> By the way, Cousin with the Bad Hair is my new band name. Called
0: There's, Then there's, there's <laughs> my favorite teen where he's like, she's not going to look at me. I'm skinny. Yeah, the nerd. I'm really yeah, the sh- nerd. I live on an island all year. Holy
1: shit. Mikey, I fucking love that. He was like, She's never going to like me. I have glasses. I'm thin. I live on the island all year. I was <laughs> like, dude, if this was 2020, you would be slaying. I know. Because of all of the things you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. I do get it was like 70s, so it was different, but still. He's like, I have a good family. I have a 401k. Oh, yeah. I got good health insurance.
0: <laughs> I love kids.
1: I have a boat. <laughs> yeah. He's like one of those nerds, Mikey. You know, one of those nerds that's like rich, lives on an island, is thin, is thin. You know, has a bow. You know, everyone hates those people.
3: Oh, he wears glasses, though, so, you know totally unfuckable <laughs> yeah it is very stereotypical teen dialogue you know but I do want to say his friend Doug with the hat is Keith Gordon and he's been in a bunch of horror stuff like he was Arnie in Christine and he was also in um Dress to Kill too yeah he's kind of a bigger actor and I love him in this movie
2: and oh, okay. just in
3: everything but like so many of these teens look just alike too
4: holy shit you aren't kidding I know yes. it's like yes. how
3: many guys look exactly like Mike I couldn't figure out which one was him all of them they do i know that's why i I knew big curly friend because he looks Mm -hmm. different
4: yeah there was a point where tina is talking to some dude and i'm like oh that's their boyfriend and then she goes over and starts kissing some other guy and i was like you whore no i was just
2: like (laughs) i was just just like
4: i
0: don't know who who that is right right
3: yeah it's just because they look exactly like they're all on their own sailboats and they all have exactly the same clothes it would have helped if
0: they wore tank tops of the same color the whole
1: movie yeah it would have been helpful if they all had said had like hello my name is stickers
3: exactly (laughs) honestly
1: there's just too many there's too many teens is all i'm gonna say like i feel Mm -hmm. like the teens are a nice addition to this but you need three you need a love triangle with three and that's it
3: if you have
0: three you can't kill any they didn't even kill that many like there was like 19 survivors at
1: the end and i did learn from this movie that if you're a teenager, you're going to slip off boats at, like, ridiculous times.
3: Hey, it's slippery. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, so when we first meet the teens on the dock, I had to Google something immediately because someone said that she has tits like a sparrow. Yeah. And I yeah. had no idea what that, like, I don't even know if that's a good or a bad thing. I was like, mm-hmm. is that an insult or is that a compliment?
3: Did you Google sparrow porn? I, I literally, <laughs> I mean,
1: not this time, Jen. <laughs>
3: you accessed your sparrow porn uh, folder? I, I, <laughs>
1: I haven't oh. saved my hard drive because it's 2009. <laughs> no, I, I googled sparrow tits because I yeah. didn't know what it meant. Apparently, tits are a like subspecies of like the sparrow bird, oh. and they're just smaller. Oh. I had wow. no idea. So I guess it was a cut down. But I had no well, idea that was a thing because I'm not an ornithologist.
4: That actor said that he improvised that line mm-hmm. and the really? actress in question was like apparently forgave him for it, but he said I was immediately regretful that I said it. Yeah, oh I, yeah. Said it. Yeah.
3: Maybe you should have been. So you know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I you. Maybe I
4: mean, you would think that an editor would be like, Yeah, that's kinda shitty. I won't put that in there, but they did. They the did.
3: editor may yeah. have been like, I don't know what the
1: fuck that means, so I'm just gonna leave He's like, it this yeah. was <laughs> his
0: best least offensive take yeah you should have heard the shit he
1: said after that on the other (laughs) thing it
0: was really
1: bad
3: well okay so we're at a lighthouse and we're gonna see this lighthouse quite a bit i'm sorry
1: now i'm just thinking of like some really horrible shit he could have said so we've got to move on before i say
0: it oh that's tina what an ugly bitch (laughs) just like super mean shit
3: okay so because brooke has a friend that he wants to hook mike up with and her name is jackie
1: yeah, like a blind date. I think that's cousin yeah. with the bad hair, right, Mikey? Yeah, it's mm. cousin.
3: Yeah. She doesn't
0: show up for 45
1: more you
4: minutes. You only t- see these girls in the 70s. There, uh-huh. there's, there's no other, like, uh, time that you see these kind of girls. Yeah,
3: no. very few of the teens, like, went on to do anything else that I recognize too, you know. Didn't Sean go on to be in a lot of movies? Or
1: No, it's the guy who plays Sean in the later movies, isn't it? You mean Dennis Quaid? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I remember Mikey telling me about that, and I didn't think that looked like Dennis Quaid. Spoilers for Jaws 4. We'll skip to Jaws 4. In Jaws 4, it's the same shark as the first movie. It kills Chief Brody, kills one of the sons. I knew It and hunts the mom and the other son. Well, you just ruined Jaws 4 for me, Mike.
1: I'll
3: never watch it. No, no, no.
0: That's like the trailer.
3: No.
1: (laughs) It's called The Revenge for a reason. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. that's true. So before we move on out of this doc scene, we also see Brody and the chief talking, and Brody's talking about the boat, and it drives me insane that he has been the chief of police for this town for at least 4 years and does not know how to drive a boat. Yeah. He is the worst at his job. Like I understand um, why he gets fired in this movie, but not for the shark stuff. Like they have probably been looking to fire him for years because he has zero interest in doing half of his job, which is policing the water. That was a thing in the first one, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm the I'm
4: just now here, so I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. You would think after 3 years of not arresting murderers and not arresting uh, you know robbers and stuff
3: peeping toms
4: yeah peeping toms is the only thing that guy is dealing with and he's only got four people under him that he would have learned how to drive a fucking boat by now it's not that (laughs)
1: difficult yeah he's
3: delegating
0: (laughs) what i hate is at the end of the first one he's like you know what i kind of like the
3: water i kind of like being on the boat yeah now counterpoint he is a lot more attractive in this movie though so i Mm. will allow it
0: he is twice as tan yes
3: Yeah, Mm, he's got, like, that Instagram filter of dreaminess, you know? It's still the same Mm -hmm. old Brody, but...
0: He's like a mahogany. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah,
3: I was into it. All right.
0: (laughs) All right, anyway, we can move on out of the dock
3: scene, but that,
1: like, really bothered me that he just did not give a shit about boats. I was like, that's your job, you asshat. You own a police boat. Like, you are the police chief in a precinct that has a goddamn police boat. You should learn how to use it.
3: Well, the first thing we're going to see is like a bunch of fun teenage sailing silliness, you know, like water ba- water balloons and oh, stuff. Oh yeah.
1: There are so many boat and beach montages in this movie. It is ridiculous.
3: I really liked them. I mean, I but if fun. you cut all
1: the montages, this movie's yeah. 40 minutes. So it yeah. needs it to hit that runtime. True. It did make me miss going to the beach. I'll never go to the beach again after watching these movies.
3: I know, because it's not safe. <laughs> there are when sharks. was the last
0: time you saw a shark tower at a beach, Mikey? I saw an actual shark at the last time I went to the beach. Oh, I'm out. No, I'm never yeah, gonna go to the beach. Uh, because statistically sharks rarely attack humans. I mean, it's fine. It was like 20 feet away. It was big. I we I ran out of the water. My, I mean, for sure.
3: Mikey's really coming to this episode pro-shark. I think. I know. <laughs> He's taking some hot
0: takes right now.
1: Okay.
3: So we're now in Brody's office and lots of people want to talk to him about their mundane bullshit that's going on in their lives um and this felt like i know spielberg did not direct this but this felt very much like a spielberg kind of scene where there's just yeah. a lot of people things going on a lot of people talking over one one another yeah, like
1: you see like bobo newman from seinfeld's yelling about him at something and he actually comes back as the photographer guy who like Develops mm-hmm. the photos And then there's some like Old man yelling about How Grace Kinney Is driving his son crazy By like mm-hmm. dancing in a towel From window to window His
3: son
1: Right Yeah, yeah. She mm-hmm. won't do it by the window In
3: my bedroom
1: <laughs> Right mm-hmm. Either way But there is just General craziness going on Yeah
3: Yeah But we we learned that 908 means get me out of here So that was like A little escape code That he just didn't yes. tell anybody You know Well
1: no His deputy's a moron
3: <laughs> Right His
1: yeah. deputy mm-hmm. who's about to become Chief moron but yeah. At least he can drive a boat, right? I guess that's fair. <laughs> yeah, he is better equipped to be chief of this town than Brody is and he's Mm -hmm. a
3: lovable moron but yeah Uh, Yeah. but so he found the camera that they found under the abandoned cruiser which was the camera from the beginning and that's going to come back in a little bit it's a little uh, the scubarazzi camera scubarazzi camera Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) okay so teens are parasailing and this part i thought was really cool because it's the big parasail and we see the shark under the water and is that parasailing um,
0: no, where something. the kids are like dangling from the sail. It's
3: pontoon sailing.
0: <laughs> Is that when they're in the swing in the back where the sail's lifting them up and stuff? Yeah. yeah, but he's not on the back of a boat. It's just like a, it's like kite sailing. I don't know. I thought those kids were going to die. They shouldn't be doing that. It's dangerous.
1: Yeah. Me too. But how
3: cool was this like for the movie's purposes? Because he oh, keeps... I thought it was
1: great, yeah. Because I was on the edge of my seat.
3: Right, right, right. And we see the shark underneath him and we see like we keep coming back and forth underneath the water and over the water and he keeps dipping in and then just getting pulled out right before the shark gets him and then dip it. and it's really cool i think it's really well done but the shark doesn't get him no he got
0: really close though if the shark got him then brody could have freaked out
1: right but
3: i mean yeah. the shark is like in that water oh and
1: this is the same scene where we see the uh person skiing yeah right? the water skier because mm-hmm. instead of getting the parasailer or whatever you call that what that guy's doing
4: yeah i had a lot of questions about that uh because after just missing kite guy. And there's like a smorgasbord of, of humans to eat. Mm-hmm. This shark decides, ah, fuck it. I guess I I guess I guess can't kill anybody here. And goes off to some remote place where, you know, it's like, well, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to get away with this, right? Yeah. Because I want the townspeople to not believe that I exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he finds this remote place where there's this woman water skiing. Yeah,
1: and I get this, though, because I know someone like this in real life. They are super interested in, like, the chase, but they're not super mm. interested once they catch the person, like, once they catch this woman. I don't woman. like where this is going. So, <laughs> I don't like where this is going. Yeah. So And that's what Scar does here. He <laughs> is, like, all about chasing this woman down, And then once he gets her, he just leaves her alone.
0: And then once he gets her, he blows it all up. I get it. I get it. Yeah. He Mm -hmm. he goes after
1: her friend and then (laughs) her friend, instead of submitting to Scar Jaws, dumps gasoline on herself and her Uh, boat and then shoots it with a flare and it explodes her.
3: I know.
2: Yep.
1: Mikey, how did that make you feel to see someone literally monk protest themselves instead of going on a date with De- Scar Jaws? <laughs> <laughs> look, you don't know how that shark grew up. <laughs> <laughs> that shark needs some therapy, that's all I'm saying. Do you think the intention was for her to pour gasoline on herself? It looks that way. It
3: does look like that. It looks like her response is to just freak out, pour gasoline and, on herself and, and, and commit herself suicide, right? Like that is, that exactly. was insane to me.
4: I think she's trying to pour the gas on the shark somehow oh, in okay. her mind. Yeah, I think she's, so. She thinks that she can get away with pouring sh- gas on the shark mm-hmm. and shooting a flare at it. But it, you know, it only singes him basically in the end, yeah, and kills herself because she explodes in a big mushroom cloud, yeah. right? And, and I mean,
3: I could see like if she could just be panicking, and if a shark were like ramming its head into my boat and it's gigantic, yeah. like, I can't say what I would actually. Do. I would freak the fuck out. And it could be mm-hmm. she saw the gasoline spilling, so she picked it up to try to keep it from spilling, and that's just the first thing her brain thought to do, and it just spilled all over herself. But it's just bizarre. It looks it like is they needed an explosion. Yeah and they just needed it to somehow explode, you know?
0: I will say this is the first scene in the movie where the movie really teaches us that life jackets are important. (laughs) (laughs) Because Mm -hmm. that water skier was skiing very fast without a life jacket. Yeah. Yeah. By
4: the way, that is the weirdest reaction, too, to your friend, like, being gone. She was behind the boat at one point, having fun water skiing. She drives the boat back, and like, well, my friend's not here. And then she examines the ski, and she's like, well, there's not a human being in this anymore. <laughs> right. And, like, and, and she's like, okay. And then she starts calling out her name. And, and like, you know, that's weird. And, then, and before she can really get scared, that's when the shark comes up behind her. Oh, a big ass think, shot.
1: I really wanted there to be a foot still in the ski. Mm. Uh- <laughs> and her, like, pull the ski out with a foot attached to it. And then Jaws attack her. I feel like that would have been insane, but awesome. And yeah. then, of course, yeah. she, to protest that in the movie, she
0: pours gasoline on herself and lights it on fire.
3: Yeah. Did this movie
1: yeah.
0: cut Gore in because it wanted a lower rating or something? Because there was like not.
3: Um, I haven't heard that much about that.
4: This movie was going to be rated R if they didn't lower the body count, at least. Really? I know, is one thing. Hmm. Um, but I don't know what they felt about Gore itself back in 1978 because we don't have a PG 13 rating yet. Yeah, yeah. they did come into the right. 80s. Yeah. So um, I don't know what they thought about Gore. Like if it was, if you had one guy who got killed like in a terrible way, would that just make it an automatic R or what? I know that you see some PG movies back in this day that
0: get away with stuff that... PG movies
4: cannot get away with oh like
1: nudity uh-huh. yeah
0: no kills go to the level of Quint's death in the first oh, one no. no one even comes close right. yeah and that death is no. horrifying and, ter- and amazing but mm-hmm. well
3: I do know that the director I think uh, there were a couple of different directors that worked on this I know the production was kind of troubled so I I don't think they shot extra gory scenes and then cut them back um, I think it may just have been not really wanting to do the effects or something. Maybe the shark was effects enough, you know? Or maybe they, they just didn't really know how to do it effectively. And, I mean, it doesn't bother me that there aren't any, there's not gore, except there are a couple of times where I can't tell if somebody actually got bit. You
1: know, there are a lot of times you can't tell if someone gets bit or not. So before we leave the scene, before the skiing accident takes place, and by accident, I really mean shark murder. Mm-hmm. When we see, I think, Tina and her boyfriend on the yeah. beach. Yeah, Tina's like, oh, let's go skiing. And her boyfriend's like, eh, maybe next week, not even like later today <laughs> or tomorrow, but next fucking week. That is the guy who was planning on breaking up with Tina and doesn't want to do any shit she does. He named his boat
3: <laughs> Tina's Joy, though. Did you guys notice that? Oh, oh I Tina's thought that was boat. her
1: boat. That's definitely her boat. Tina's family is rich, and she has her own boat, and this mm-hmm. dude doesn't care about Tina. He just wants like access to the rich life.
3: I think it's her. Well, he,
4: he just wants to bang her. That's their entire relationship in the film. Yes, is that is true. They're they're either in the boat like they can't be seen in the boat when they're throwing water balloons at them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they're you know they're they're behind the rest of the guys later on and they like well you know we'll catch up to them later and then she's talking about bruises on her thighs and crap the that her mom's yeah. getting on to or two and oh
1: yeah
3: <laughs>
4: that's all they do that's all, and like they're on the beach they're fucking there too i mean it's just like that's all they're doing right the, the whole time
3: it is very hot and heavy and it's funny because i guess it's just like a kind of a weak actor but like i can't remember what the boyfriend looks like but tina does get a lot more to do and a lot more scenes i yeah. honestly
1: thought the boyfriend was mike until the boyfriend died and then i saw right. mike later i was like oh i guess that mike and her weren't dating mm-hmm. legit thought
0: mike died twice
1: in this movie <laughs> he doesn't die once i
0: mean but Yes, I felt the same way, Chris. 100% felt the same way. I think Mike should have been her boyfriend because his love interest, the cousin, only gets like two lines of dialogue the whole film and she only shows up at the end. And then like, one of her lines of dialogue is, why don't you show up at the boat and don't listen to your parents, you fucking asshole. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, she gaslights him into like getting in trouble. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And so there's an old woman who also sat because they're making out right next to some old woman's house who's on the porch Mm -hmm. just like chilling out. Listening yeah. to the sweet sounds of youth, I guess. Oh, and then
1: like Chief Brody comes over because there's been an explosion, right? And he's like right. interviewing Tina and the I, I assume that was like her grandma and the boyfriend. And mm-hmm. Tina is playing catchphrase because she uh-huh. won't say the word explosion, but mm-hmm. she's saying all of these things that are like explosions, which I thought was there hilarious. There was like a loud noise and yeah, fire, it was, like, and there was like a big like <laughs> it's a lot of smoke. And, and then the, and the grandma's like explosion, and Tina's like yes, that's it, that's it, you win.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> My favorite part about this scene is that the grandmother's glasses are condensated the whole scene, and
2: like you just can't see through them. Dude, Brody, is that you? Yeah,
3: yeah. But they're saying who? I don't know what could have caused this. Ah, except Brody knows, and he stares off into the ocean. And he's like, that looks like a shark explosion to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Jen,
1: a shark explosion.
3: A shark explosion. And to be fair, he has caused a shark explosion before. So if anyone knows. About Shark Explosion. Jen, Mm -hmm. do you think the lady in the boat saw the
1: first movie and was like, I'm going to take it out like Brody took it out. I have something flammable and a Mm. gun. So she was trying to throw the gasoline tank in the shark's mouth and missed. And then Mm -hmm. she was just like trying to set him on fire. It's got to be. That's got to be. Yeah,
3: she just can't pull it off Shider (laughs) style, you know. No, she's not as cool. So Deputy and some boat guy. Are um dragging the bottom of the sea. Drag
0: shadowing.
1: Dra- yeah. It
3: is a little bit of drag shadowing. Yeah, yeah. Because they're trying to they're trying to find these bodies because they don't know where the bodies are. Yeah.
1: But this is where they sort of power shadow they what do. is gonna happen at the end of the movie. Because they're dragging and they're like, oh, this is something really heavy. And he then uh-huh. like, tries to pick it up and they're like, oh, it's an underwater cable. Right. Or oh, that yeah.
3: definitely won't come back later. <laughs> oh, and then he
1: says, put that back, be gentle. We don't want to cause a power outage on the whole city or whatever. Exactly. The whole and- island. Oh, yeah. But the deputy like does not. Want to do his job Yeah The deputy is like being an asshole about, like, oh, let's get out of here before we have to do something. Yeah. Or, let's get out of here before we have to find something. Like mm-hmm. That is your job. And they make Look. him the chief! Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs>
0: you know. The boat blew up, Todd. We're not finding the body. <laughs> That's fair.
3: So now we got breakfast at the Brody house. What I noticed is that Mike doesn't want to get a job, and he just wants to sail the day away. Which I can understand, but their response is to get him a job that he has to work every fucking day of the summer. Like, get him a part-time job. He'll go in a couple of days a week. He'll get to say all this is shouldn't be like some big like Sophie's choice, you know? They said he
4: was grounded, but did that have a different connotation, like, not to go out in the water? Is that what that was being...
1: Yeah, I I think think this is, like, Brody amping up the fact that he thinks it's a shark, right? So he's like, Mm -hmm. you can't go in the water, and because you want to, you're grounded. Also, you have to paint toilets for the rest of the summer as your Hmm. summer job or whatever. But yeah, I think he grounds him just to keep him out of the water, not because he necessarily did anything wrong.
0: I thought he was, like, grounded-grounded because he goes to the bar later on. Right. He's just grounded grounded from sailing. Right. I think he just tells his friends he's oh grounded because he doesn't want to tell his friends my dad's fucking crazy because he killed a giant shark 4 years ago so he thinks there's giant sharks everywhere. He's not going to go into all that. He just like I'm grounded. I I did something bad. Except you know? they were
3: all there and my dad's fucking a hero because he killed a giant shark in the best yeah. movie ever. So let's all believe him.
0: Back then there was a stigma about mental illness and you couldn't talk about That's PTSD, true,
3: especially not mm-hmm. males. Yeah, but I did I do think that when he says grounded it's not, you have to stay in your room or you can't go out. It's like when a pilot gets grounded and they just can't fly, you know? Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I thought about that a little too. Okay, so we have a bunch of teens hanging out at a lighthouse and they're running around and hanging fun. And oh my God, there's a dead killer whale on the beach now. And it's mm-hmm. got gigantic bites taken out of it. And then mm-hmm. we see Brody up there, and we've got a lady shark expert, so Lady Hooper.
4: Right. I'm glad that we got to this point because this lady somehow disappears from the movie mm-hmm. after this. Like, like no new like test results or anything come out of this. Right. She just like I don't. We don't know possibly who did this because all sorts of animals have been uh, eating this orca whale, mm-hmm. and so. Fuck you for even thinking it's a shark, right. and 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 then leaves the picture.
3: And yeah. this is a mammal, don't you know? Yeah. My, my favorite <laughs> exactly. part of this
1: scene was Brody starts it off with, "Well, what do you think?" And she goes, "Before I answer you, let's do this." They have to measure it in complete silence. Mm-hmm. They like literally take out like a tape measure and measure the killer whale in complete <laughs> silence. She refuses <laughs> to answer his question. Why? Why? Like, why not just talk about it while you're measuring Todd. it?
0: What you don't see is the past four years where she's been called out on every fucking thing that's washed up on shore. And Brody's like, it's a shark, right? And she's like, no.
1: Yeah, like there's a boot just washed up on shore. And Brody's like, Mm -hmm. hey, that's a shark, right? And she's like, no, it's a boot. (laughs) Well, no, right. actually what she would say is actually before we can talk, let me let's measure the boot in complete silence. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's like,
0: "Brody, what did I tell you 2 years ago? I'm going to do my job first and then I'll give you my report <laughs> after." Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Because Not
0: <laughs> everyone who dies in the ocean is by shark attack.
2: Guys,
3: Brody really could benefit from some therapy. I think. <laughs> yeah. I could. mean, honestly, I think
1: he would benefit if anyone in the town was open to talking about the experience they all shared four years ago in the original jaws
3: and the experience brody had on their behalf that they all benefited from that terribly traumatized him and cost him his new best friend Quinn? yeah exactly i have a question and i'm so
1: embarrassed to ask this question does richard Dreyfus die in the first movie No. no
3: no was he in this movie brody called him and he said no i'm on the or i'm on the ocean the whatever research thing in the first movie he was supposed to go on this deep sea research boat and he blew that off to go study the shark and in this movie he like ellen's like hey brody called he said he's on that deep sea researcher thing that he blew off last time and he's not helping you with the shark because you got lady hooper you don't
1: need me. Well, I mean, honestly, I, I missed him. We yeah. needed a
0: Dreyfus. You need someone for Brody to play off of. Yeah, there's so no too. one. Part of the uh,
4: reason for Dreyfus, I mean, there's. I've seen a, a several reasons. Spielberg didn't want to do the second one mm-hmm. because... Uh, the, he had so many so much trouble on the first one, but they also said something about how Close Encounters of the Third Kind was running late in production. Ah, okay. And both of them obviously were involved with that, and they couldn't get back in time, or at least Dreyfus couldn't get back in time. Yeah. Uh, to to uh to do to reprise the role
3: mm-hmm. yeah that and then sense. he didn't want to do it without Spielberg is what i read too yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah but yeah i do think you do miss him in this movie although if he had come back it would have been even more almost the exact same movie you know to a certain mm-hmm. extent i think i mean it's
1: 90 percent the same movie already
3: i just wish the shark doctor had stuck around longer or something like that i don't know yeah but she delivers my favorite line of the movie which is sharks don't take things personally i wrote that down too I love
1: yeah. that, yeah, but they do they clearly do, and the rest of the series, according to Mikey, is about how sharks take things personally, mm-hmm. so even mm-hmm. though in reality she's right, in Amity reality she could not be more wrong
4: Cue the Roy Scheider meaningful look out into the ocean oh, after yeah. she says that
1: <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. But she also tells us about um, the like echo shadowing or sound shadowing or whatever because um, she talks about how sharks are attracted by sound like repetitive motions like mechanical motions i don't know yeah. if that's true or not but i buy which it. he learned
0: in the first movie yeah he already knew that remember he went he opened the encyclopedias and read all about sharks yeah and the shark mm-hmm. study montage
3: shark fish mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 holy shit uh, uh, yes. anyway so now they're back at town hall um and the mayor's saying hey we're gonna have a good season right yeah and brody's saying i think we have another shark problem and i think this is when they're having their like private meeting and he's like look we can't like you think everything is a shark victim you know
1: yeah well he literally even says so many people die every year in the water not all of them are sharks
3: yeah like (laughs) like,
0: that's a very (laughs) weird thing for a mayor to brag about hashtag mayor's right these boats blew up people (laughs) died there's no Mm -hmm. evidence of a shark attack no one's seen a shark no one's found a body no i mean there's just no evidence People are always
1: pouring gas on their boats and shooting flares and <laughs> blowing themselves up. Especially during the gas shortage of the seventies. Yes. Mm-hmm. This That's town right.
0: has a drinking problem, not a shark problem.
3: <laughs> I mean, can it have both though? You know?
0: Yeah, it could.
3: I mean it yeah. could. You're well right. and this is like I think why the Stefano inclusion into this is interesting because that does give a little bit of a motive. Like nobody's gonna want to buy property here if Stefano <laughs> yeah. I mean, you shouldn't yeah. buy property from Stefano because he is no, evil. He
1: is the shit property Mm -hmm. developer there is he really
3: is Mm -hmm. are you kidding me Mm -hmm. the shit
1: he did to marlena
3: oh Oh, man she got Uh, possessed because of him (laughs)
1: yeah (laughs) oh my god i'm Uh... sure the storyline progressed past 1996 when i last watched it but yeah
3: not in my heart though you know Mm -hmm. all right so now but brody (sighs) says you're going to remember this conversation by the end of this movie. Ha ha.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah.
3: So now Brody's driving on the beach. and This sees- is the
1: scene where he sees the thing <laughs> in the water, like by the it beach, is. just like churning in the wake. He like right. stops and he's like, oh, what is that? And then he mm-hmm. walks out to it. He spends, I don't know, 30 seconds taking his shoes and socks off <laughs> and then walks in completely <laughs> fully clothed into the water like a goddamn idiot. And, And so what drove me crazy was, I swear to God, with the insanity that had already happened in this movie, my brain was thinking, Oh, Jesus. Jaws set a Brody trap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it turns out that that's not what it is because he grabs it and turns it over and then he gets attacked by a charred corpse.
3: Gasoline lady, yeah. But yeah, he does go all the way into the water like to waist height and then he gets attacked. Well, not attacked. He. I mean, I yeah. would feel attacked if a body flipped over and hung on to me.
1: I mean, I would just be glad that I was already in the water because there's shit in my pants now. Well, I'd just be happy he, a woman mm-hmm. wants to
0: touch me. <laughs> yeah yeah even a even a charred woman Uh, (laughs) she was really hot
3: Mikey that's where I went (laughs) all right so but the next thing he does the way he works out all of his trauma is by making poison wax bullets
4: oh my god sodium cyanide yeah
3: dude I was like what the fuck is going on this seems so out of character for everyone in this movie I was like is Quint back but no Oh, no,
1: no, he's literally putting cyanide tips on his already hollow point bullets and then sealing it with hot wax, which I don't know anything about bullets, but I don't want to have like an open flame close to bullets. I feel like that's a bad idea. Yeah.
0: Well, this is America. Okay. (laughs) It's
1: my right to shoot myself in the testicle because of a misfired (laughs) bullet that I set on fire while trying to put cyanide in the hollow tip. (laughs)
3: So I could kill a shark. Second Amendment. But yeah, I it was just bizarre. Uh, But so now the deputy is there, and like, and the deputy is super
1: fucking nosy. The deputy walks in and he covers it with like a towel. Mm -hmm. And the deputy's talking about something I honestly don't remember. Uh, And then Brody gets up and walks out, turns his light off, and the deputy stays in like the doorway and then turns the light back on and is looking into the office. And then Brody runs back in there. It's like he walked in on Brody like looking at porn. Right. Brody mm-hmm. picks up everything within the towel and walks away like, oh, I'm going, I gotta go. Oh, uh-huh. I'm going to leave. Don't, don't look at the within the towel.
3: Dumps it all in the washing machine. I'm definitely quick. not looking at
1: barbecue porn. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but so now he goes home because he realizes he's late for dinner. And this is when we find out that Matt Hooper called it was Richard Dreyfuss, and that he can't come. Right. And Ellen's asking him, what's up? Like, what you see him upset. He's like, yeah, I dragged a body out of the ocean. Remember that argument we got in yesterday? Like, <laughs> this is what happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is when he tells Mike that he's grounded, and he can only stay on the beach, and that he got him a That's job. That's right.
1: Yeah. yeah, and
3: Mike is not happy about that, which, I mean- understandable because yeah if you were about to have a
1: kick-ass summer like he's probably what 16 or 17 like he's old enough to be like going out with his friends every day and like hanging out at the beach and like that would be a fun-ass summer and yeah. he's like, it's like now just a summer of him painting toilets like Tom Sawyer.
3: In front of all mm-hmm. of his friends still having yeah. fun. Yeah.
2: yeah. But so now
3: we get some beach, a beach montage, which I really enjoyed. I thought it was a little repetitive, and I saw like how many different kids eating hot dogs. But Yeah, um, I
1: want to point mm-hmm. out that Jen just said she enjoyed a montage that was 70% lady butts and 30% kids <laughs> eating hot dogs.
3: <laughs> it just sounded yeah. fun. That's all there that montage is. There is a lot of is.
0: ass in this montage. There, there is, is. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: All of the montages go on like 30 full seconds longer than they need to. Like a montage like mm-hmm. this should not be a minute. And they're all like a minute 30.
3: Um, And so now we have Stefano who's giving like a tour or something to rich people who are going to like buy condos or something. We don't yeah. really find out too much about this, which is fine. We don't really need to. But um, and Mike is painting and Brody's up in the tower. And I was just thinking, I hope you put on sunscreen because you're going to get sunburned. Also, aren't you really hot? Because he's wearing like his uniform, you know, Jen, he yeah. is really hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but don't you think they could have put an <laughs> umbrella up there or some kind of roof yeah, to block? He's literally in a like Campbell's
1: soup can on a stick. There's no mm. way that's not 100 degrees hotter than it is outside.
3: That's how he got that tan, man.
4: It probably is. This is the most observant uh, crowd of beachgoers ever. They're all like, why is he up there? That's so crazy. He's up in a tower. So weird. And what you say
3: is, that's to make sure we don't see any sharks. Because the ocean has (laughs) sharks in it. And no beach is safer than any other beach. Absolutely. But Stefano 100% is like,
1: oh, that's just a place where they go and, like, look out or whatever. And then the little girl (laughs) who was, like, amongst her parents that Stefano's trying to sell property to or whatever that scene is, is like, oh,
2: no, that's a shark tower. I saw one of those in Florida. Mm -hmm. And, like, why is she the only one that knows that? (laughs)
1: Like, those are all adults. Her parents probably went to Florida with her. Who was she talking to in Florida, and why did that person take her to a shark tower? I now need to know (laughs) what went on in Florida with that girl. She's like,
0: I read
3: about Amityville, and like 14 people died here of (laughs) shark attacks like four (laughs) years ago. (laughs) Yeah. We shouldn't buy this property, Mom. We should go to the other beach that's not any more less like. Shut up, Cheryl. (laughs) We're buying here. Here's the thing that drives me fucking insane. When you go in the ocean in any place on earth you are running the risk of it and getting eaten by a shark. Absolutely. Quit trying to pretend that (laughs) sharks do not exist in the ocean. And quit trying to pretend that that
1: did not happen here recently. I know! Yeah. Anyway, so Brody is like looking through his binoculars or maybe he's not. He does have them, but he does see like a thing in the water. It
3: would be really stupid if he didn't have binoculars. (laughs) (laughs) I know, he's just like like looking with his hands
1: up as binoculars. Uh, That would have (laughs) been amazing. No, but he's got real (laughs) binoculars, right? And he's looking and he sees this like mass in the water that does not at all look like a shark Mm -mm. it doesn't even look like a whale it looks like just a dark section of the water but he immediately gets down starts yelling like a madman with his gun out running down the beach this is ptsd like he is definitely seeing shit that is not there it
4: is i have to say this goes a long way to what michael's saying at the beginning of this whole podcast is that this scene more than any of them relates to the ptsd because Yeah, that's an unmoving mass that's in the Mm -hmm. water. But you realize that from the first movie, he was just sitting there watching and didn't do anything, and he felt bad about it, and... That's what's getting through his mind now. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's the same thing. Let's go. Right. He's seeing
3: that little boy that got eaten by the raft because right. he right. didn't do, he didn't act. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is really, mm-hmm. and if this movie were a l- not quite so silly, I feel like you could really dig into the PTSD element a lot, you know? That's mm-hmm. why
1: I would have loved Richard Dreyfus because I feel like Richard Dreyfus has more shark experience than mm-hmm. Brody does, mm-hmm. and I feel like he would not have been as messed up as Brody was. And also Brody went through a lot more than, you know, Richard Dreyfuss yeah. did. Yeah, So I feel like they could have had some really interesting conversations about dealing with what traumatic experience they both sort of dealt with together that's i, I mean i really mm-hmm. wish we had seen that i do yeah. realize that that kind of conversation didn't happen in the 70s between two men but still
0: four scenes of them drinking together and talking yes. about the events of the first film Absolutely. would have like elevated this film yes. yeah if you had
1: like the scene in the first one with quint and them on the boat and they're drinking and quints telling the story mm-hmm. if we had, had a scene like that but instead of quint telling the story it's him and richard dreyfuss sort of talking about how fucked up they are now, or how messed up Chief Brody mm-hmm. is uh, now that he has lived through that experience, and how he sees sharks everywhere and that kind of stuff. That also would have helped explain like why no one believes him in the town, even though right. he, because he could have like laid some backstory of. Every time something happens in the ocean I assume it's sharks and then Mm -hmm. you would have started To believe like the mayor like listen It's not sharks Brody we've been through this a million Times we just don't have any of that story So it seems like there's dicks Who don't believe him even though this traumatic Event happened like four years ago anyway
3: What's so weird is that they make time For Brody to be sad about losing his Job like he has a scene Like that with Ellen and he's like oh I just I've never been fired before and I'm afraid I won't be good enough and so they take (laughs) Like they deal with his emotions it's just just not the emotions that he clearly has and is repressing. And that and yeah. makes sense to the plot. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, does yeah. bug me a little bit.
1: Anyway, so he gets down off this thing. He's running towards the beach, right?
3: Yeah, he's got poison bullets in his gun, waving it <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. And yeah. The po- yeah, and he literally shoots at the,
1: not even shark-shaped mass. It's like a diamond in the ocean. And he starts yeah. shooting at it. And then everyone's like, there's no shark, you crazy man. But also... No one's in the water. He didn't need to shoot. I know. Yeah, that's a good point, too. But even if that was a shark, those bullets would not have hit the shark. It's (laughs) bluefish. It's bluefish. Now, fishermen. I realize it looked like to them like it was bluefish, but it looked a lot like red herring to me.
2: <laughs> I
4: think so. <laughs> if only it had been really red herring, that would have been like I mean, honestly, an amazing. It should
1: have been. And I don't know if red herring is a sea fish, but it could have been. That would have been great.
3: I think they that was originally what it was. And then somebody was like, no, 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 that's not going to work. That's too <laughs>
4: on the nose. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing about this. We were talking about how it never explores the whole yeah. PTSD thing, even though that seems to be what. Uh, is going on here and we're and you're right 1978 what are they they're not going to mm. talk about that stuff and they're not going to have two guys doing it whatever probably never even occurred to them to do that but a whole thing where just before this we have been uh, we've seen this long scene of him making the cyanide yeah. bullets and then he and in, and in a flash he he shoots all of them into the water. Um, there's a point where he's at the at the top of the shark tower and he's ringing the bell and he comes down the ladder and Mr. Kondo guy is like, "What is this idiot doing? <laughs> like he's like he's not a local hero. <laughs> like w- when did he become when did he become an idiot mm-hmm. to this guy? Like that that guy must be new right, to Amity yeah. as well because I, I don't know what's yeah. going on because
1: Amity literally would have a statue of Brody from the first movie. He would have a Chief Brody mm-hmm. Day where they would mm-hmm. celebrate them killing the first Jaws. But not, not in this movie.
3: Oh, this is when he's looking at his Man of the Year plaque and he's sad sitting in his office and the phone rings. That He finds out the pictures are in. They're developed.
1: And then Brody goes down to uh, the picture developer's office which is Bobo Newman from Seinfeld. Yes. I don't know. He looks Fogarty like is his Seinfeld. name. Yeah, yeah. Fogarty, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> do you guys remember when like developing pictures in a dark room was like dramatic? Uh-huh. Like, I, I probably should have said that like, do you guys remember when developing pictures in a dark room was dramatic?
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. Here it's a Little bit too dramatic. It takes forever I for know. that thing to finally I don't get there. I know. I like,
3: it. like, this is second <laughs> to a microfiche montage for me. Like, I love the developing pictures <laughs> thing, it's
2: so cool.
4: I mean, show me developing pictures. Don't show me three different shots of the then,
3: right. like it Just rocking back <laughs> yeah. and
1: forth in the solution for it to develop. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
3: dude, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and. It would
4: have been just awesome if it was like the first picture was just like some dude flipping <laughs> off the camera.
0: And then, they're like, okay, <laughs> yeah, not the one we wanted. Nudes. We'll put
2: this one in. <laughs> and then the girls. Yeah, turns
0: out them. that they were like a gay couple on a, on a cruise together. <laughs>
4: Aww. <laughs> They have, like, some really explicit shots
0: (laughs) in there.
1: (laughs) Uh, No, Bobo Newman from Seinfeld went through all of those beforehand, and he now has those in his private collection. Mm
3: -hmm. That's why it was so late. (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) that's why it took so long to develop. This is not a one-hour film job. <laughs> yeah,
3: right. But the very first picture they develop, luckily, is the shark, and there's a tiny little bit of shark eye and like splash. And Brody knows that shark. He's
1: like, I recognize this motherfucker.
3: And so now mm-hmm. he's like, Yeah, see, yep. I have the proof. Aha! Well,
1: and he literally like busts into like a chamber of commerce meeting or whatever yeah. that is, where it's just like the like the town elders. I don't know what uh-huh. to call that meeting, but you know what I'm talking about. It's yeah. like the selectmen. It's, like, yeah. it's Stefano. It's the mayor, and it's like the I, I would assume prominent business owners. Yeah, and there is a. Lady there, so it's not just all dudes. But she was the first one. Yeah, from the first one. Yeah, so he's like, it's a fucking shark. Look, I told you guys. And they're like looking at the photo and they're like, yeah, uh, what is it,
3: seaweed? What the fuck is this? I don't see (laughs) anything
0: that looks like a shark. Or you can be like, oh my God, Brody, there's sharks in the oceans. You guys, you solved the case.
3: Right. You found a shark. (laughs) You cracked
0: the case, Brody.
3: I mean, basically, they're like, yeah, we're not going to do anything about it. Because Jen is just a random photo of a shark. You don't know it's killing people. There's still no evidence. Except that's from the camera of people who are now missing and they found it by Who are diving
1: underwater I mean (laughs) I do feel Mm -hmm. like Mikey Is very much Hashtag Team Mayor
0: Right now
3: Mm -hmm. Oh (laughs) I think so too I'm hashtag Team Brody
0: If one of those divers If they found like The leg And they're like It's been bitten Like the first film I'd be like There's a shark You can't ignore that evidence But they're like They went missing
1: Yeah that's a good point Mikey They're not dead I mean they are dead But they don't know they're dead they just think they're missing. But why would you right. leave? I think not even mentioned the cost of the boat was like a $100,000 boat. Right. Why would you leave right. a $100,000 boat just floating in the ocean? So I think they're, they're dead. But you're right. Even if they are dead, you don't know that they were killed by the shark.
3: Well, and so I think there's enough ambiguity in the situation that will excuse them keeping everything the same, which is what they want to do. So he hasn't, but there's enough Mm. evidence for Brody to say, no, this is definitely a shark. So it's kind of like you interpret it the way that you wanted to do it anyways, you know, to, to support the narrative that's already in your head.
1: And then the mayor's like, "Um, hey, let us just retreat to this other room. You stay here, Brody. Mm -hmm, And we're going to talk about the quote unquote shark photo. But what they're really talking about is like, we got to fucking fire (laughs) this guy, right? Exactly. He's been here four years. He saved the day one day, and he has not learned how to boat since then. He clearly is not interested in his Mm -hmm. job anymore. We need to fire him.
2: Yeah. What
0: I wanted to do is, I Mm -hmm. wanted the mayor to come out and be like, look, due to your severe PTSD, You're unable to perform your job responsibilities.
3: (laughs) But so fun fact about this. There's a deleted scene where he comes back out or they show the voting and the mayor is the only one who doesn't vote to fire him. Oh, really? Which I appreciate. Yeah, yeah, See, yeah, that's
0: what I feel like. The mayor likes him in the film, and is trying not to piss him off. Yeah, I, I feel like that's what he was trying to convey with his act.
3: I think so too, and I think if that scene had been in there, it would have supported that. Yeah, I think that confirms yeah. it. And I don't know why they cut it. Maybe just because they. Yeah,
4: they could have taken out one montage.
3: I know for one kid eating a hot dog.
1: <laughs> I like how in the montage you chose to leave the lady butts but remove a kid eating the hot dog. Jen, you have some interesting <laughs> takes during, this, during Look, this movie. I
3: don't like hot dogs. They're gross, okay? I'm with
0: you, Jen. I am also pro-lady butts.
3: <laughs> okay, Listen, I just want to go on record. That is not what I said. Butts. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I get it.
1: I get it. Everyone heard it. You guys now know that uh, Jen is pro-lady butts.
3: Hey, I like a yep. good butt. There's nothing wrong with it. And I cannot <laughs> exactly. lie, okay? Yeah, yes, <laughs> I
1: mean.
4: correct.
3: Okay, so now it's arcade time. And the nerds are there, and the cool kids are there, and they're all having fun.
1: They're drinking beer. They're at a bar, Jen. They're drinking alcohol as, like, high schoolers.
3: Not in my movie. They talk about stealing they two do cases talk about of beer, beer in this scene. Oh, that's right, yeah. because
1: they're like, hey, let's go to the lighthouse tomorrow. Is this when the uh, cousin, like, gaslights Mike into, like, going? Yeah.
3: Yes, yeah. Now, uh, Mike is talking about his dad, um, and they're just kind of being, like, kind of jerky teens. And it's weird, because I get the sense that they're all friends, but they kind of like each other, you know? They're like these little cliques. It's honestly it's just, like they go to a know.
1: school with a total attendance of 12 people, and there that's are right. still, like, like mm-hmm. your cliques there's like the popular kids there's the nerds but yeah. they all still like like each other because there's only 12 of them you know right mm-hmm. right yeah. there's just nobody yeah, you're else you're not to gonna talk play basketball to. Yeah, without yeah. everyone at the school you know although i did think it was interesting that mike was like oh i can't go i'm grounded and then when you know cousin with the bad hair mikey when she comes up and goes yeah uh, are you gonna go he's like yeah i'm gonna go <laughs>
3: He's like, yeah. He yeah.
1: just said he wasn't going to go, but he's like, no, I'm totally going to go.
3: Do you always do what your parents ask you to do? I mean, yeah. I get that. I have done Ugh.
1: shit that got me in trouble because I wanted to impress or spend more time with a girl in high school. Uh, like, bro, I, I still get, that. get in trouble. Mikey, we know. <laughs> this- and we love hearing the stories, baby. <laughs>
3: but so right here, she shames Mike into ditching his yeah. job, which, yeah. I mean, that's fine. But then she says, okay, it's fine. No, we're all going to meet at 8. Ah, see, ya, it's over. It just- How many
1: parties did you go to in high school that started at 8 a.m.? It's Mm. a
0: day boating trip. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't rich, that rich. I mean, I was. Yeah,
1: Mikey, you were definitely that
0: rich. But not sailboat rich.
1: Mikey was the kind of rich where he would go out scuba diving (laughs) on a boat that was worth $100,000 and then just leave it and get another one. (laughs) That's why he's not concerned about the scuba divers. He's like, yeah, of course they left a $100,000 boat. They had used it. Uh,
0: We had a neighborhood pool, so we would go out there pretty early. (laughs) Early 2000s, (laughs) Mikey at the pool was like bathing suit, gold chain boom box
1: We're talking oh a lot God. about family yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah like i have no identity please like me Aww.
1: his identity was vin diesel from the fast and the furious movies <laughs> this is pre-vin diesel oh, seems like an odd
3: identity for you to try to pull off mikey <laughs>
1: although i really want to see you try now <laughs>
3: i've still got the chain
1: i want to see that chain
3: man so brody gets home And he's all shit-faced and the deputy's there and everybody knows that he got fired and he gives the deputy his badge and the deputy's really sweet. He's like, I don't want your job. I think you're the greatest deputy.
1: I think this is insane because if you were just fired from your job, they wouldn't be like, hey, do me a favor, get shit-faced and then decide who you want to be the replacement chief of police. Is that how that
2: happened? Yes,
1: I thought he was just already named the yeah, next.
2: I truck. think
3: so too. They because pro- they probably what? like if you're going to fire the chief, you have to like have like, yeah. somebody in line or a place. The things. only
4: thing that would lend credence to the idea that he made him the chief is that he still had his badge. But yeah. I think it's just because I think it's just because he left and he went to go drink, mm-hmm. and then in the meantime of that that period of time that he was off drinking. Uh, they made other dude the the chief yeah. and he just didn't have a badge yet
1: Is that why he had to go to Brody's house?
4: I think I think he genuinely went over there to to console mm-hmm. and, and be friends and I think so too. All that. In
1: my mind he had a meeting with the mayor while Brody was getting shitfaced and the mayor was like congratulations we're going to make you the new chief deputy idiot but your first yeah. your first duty as acting chief is to go collect your chief badge from Chief Brody. I mean,
2: <laughs> yeah. it's a test of his metal.
4: I mean, you know? we don't what kind of money
1: do you think? We're not made of money right. here in Amity. You got
4: to get your own
3: badge. This is when he has his feelings talk with Ellen. And he's talking about getting fired for shooting into the ocean in a crowd of people. So, which mm-hmm. honestly
1: justified for getting fired
3: for that? I kind of yeah. think so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so now it's the next morning and Brody and did you notice Brody was on top of the coverlet with his clothes on and like a quilt over him? What I
1: did notice is that Brody is having a very hard time letting go of the police uh, chief of police job because he's still wearing his uniform.
3: If he takes his <laughs> uniform off, it's real, god.
1: <laughs> That's what That's it true.
3: is. But we also see uh Mike trying to sneak out and little brother whose name I didn't know yet, but Shawn. his name is Sean. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And so Sean like threatens to tell parents um, but yeah, he goes, out. take me mm.
1: with you. And Mike, Mike's like, no, you're a little nerd kid. I don't want to take you with me. And he goes, mm. oh, okay. Michael. And, uh-huh. yelling. <laughs> and so Michael's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Fine, I'll take you with me.
0: Just come, just shoot up. What is that kid doing up anyway? Right? <laughs> I know. The parenting in the scene is just terrible a uh, shot's probably outside doing something or something. He'll be back later. We don't need to check yeah. on him. That's yeah. later though.
1: That's yeah. like later when they're already out in the water, but yeah. And even Ch- chief Brody goes to Mike's room, opens the door, sees that Mike is gone and goes, ha! like he doesn't care. He just, he, like his son is breaking the rules that he No, set. He thinks he's at work.
4: Yeah. Like, like
1: that is, I don't think he thinks he's at work. I think that that is Brody being like, ha! Mike just became a man. He
4: says that explicitly later. Yeah. That he, oh, that
3: he's-, okay, he's like okay. he's, he must be an early yeah. riser. He's a morning man. Oh, okay. Right. I must have missed that line. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What- I,
4: I agree. That, that that scene confused me when I first watched it. I was like, why is he so happy that uh dude's gone and and I was still working my way through the grounded part of it too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like I was like, why is he so happy that he's gone? Didn't he ground him? Oh the oh the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, but so
3: the next thing we see are teens on the bu- on the dock, and they're all getting into their boats, and it's uh. kind of another one of those, like, oh do you like me? I don't know. Yeah. But one of the things I like about these teens is how like friendly they are with the little with the little brother Sean. You know, I thought that was really sweet. Yeah. That's super sweet. Yeah. Because Mike's mm-hmm. like,
0: Sean, get lost. And this girl's like, I'll just take care of your brother all day. I'm very lonely and no one wants to get in my boat.
3: She right. nice though. Uh, <laughs> but one of the, the Napoleon dynamite nerd gets a uh gets Brooke. With the girl the he's been bro- like flirting yeah.
1: with the whole time. Yeah.
3: Which mm-hmm. I thought was great. I was like, oh, the nerd shot his shot and won. Good for him. Right. Yeah. But so everybody's getting on their boats. They're going out. And this is when they pass the scuba class.
1: Yeah, and they have like a little scuba montage thing here. Yeah, yeah. yeah
3: which I liked. I-, I just like a good montage, you know? <laughs> I like seeing people do yeah. <laughs> doing what they're doing, you know? Yeah, they're going
1: like lobster diving, which is a thing. Like is it- people... You yeah, they, they will go to like a lobster area on a reef or whatever, and they'll go down and like grab lobsters and then cook them that night. Did you guys catch the Sparky shadowing, though? Because the guy who was leading the dive, his name is Sparky. And oh. with, what, oh. with what happens to Jaws at the end, I thought uh, that was uh, very uh, funny. Uh, uh, mm. Absolutely. I yeah. didn't
3: catch that. Nice pickup, Todd.
1: Yeah, so Sparky mm-hmm. uh, is leading them down and they're like grabbing, um, you know, lobsters or trying mm-hmm. to grab lobsters. But yeah, one of them. I thought got bit, but Jen, it's so hard to tell like what's happening when they're in water, but he doesn't get bit. We just see the shark sort of pass by him. And then you see him quickly go to the surface. Yeah, and it, yeah. And then it cuts back to the, the kids on the boat. But we later find mm-hmm. out that he got decompression sickness. It's the bends.
3: Right, right, right. So they, yeah. they have yeah. to take
1: him to the hospital. They, have, like, literally have to put you in a decompression chamber for hours and slowly mm-hmm. raise it back up if you don't ascend
0: correctly.
3: Because you get, like, the bubbles mm-hmm. in your blood, yeah. You yeah. literally yeah. get
0: bubbles in your blood, yeah. But Jaws scared him really bad, so we had to, like, surface Absolutely. I can yeah. see Jaws' oh, yeah. burn face.
3: I mean, yeah, your choice <laughs> is get the bends or get eaten by a shark, so, you know. I I'd rather get the bends
1: because you could recover from that.
3: And now we see the fins starting to swim towards the sailboats. And now, and we got the overhead shots of all the boats and the Jaws music playing, kind of like establishing that there are like seven boats here. But so now Tina and her boyfriend are on their boat and boyfriend just wants to make out and Tina makes him get blankets, which is... It's a smart move because, you know, you get bruises.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> but then this is, I think, maybe my favorite kill of the movie because this, all of a sudden the shark is there. And, like, this shark is not fucking around like the first one is. Like, it's ramming oh. its face into the side of boats. Yeah. Um, And it starts pulling the boat with Tina away because the boyfriend has fallen in the water. I think the boyfriend's name is Eddie. And he, is he's it? in the water. Right.
1: And mm-hmm. then the shark sort of, I guess, goes down and lets the boat go. because, And it's, uh-huh. like, pulled Tina in Tina's boat away from Eddie. And she's like, Eddie, swim back to the boat quickly. And really, like, that's his only option, I guess. Right. You can't swim to the shore. So it's like a race for Eddie to get back to the boat or Scar Jaws to get him. So Scar mm-hmm. Jaws, of mm-hmm. course, gets him because he's much faster. But mm-hmm. it looks like the shot of the very first kill and the very first Jaws where they're, like, dr- like she's getting dragged around, right? And the same mm-hmm. thing's happening to Eddie. Mm-hmm. And then Eddie... Smacks into the boat. Oh yeah! And is like, help me, help me, help me! Like it was, Mm -hmm. it was pretty rough, man.
3: It really was. And my favorite part is when, like, you can see the boat in the middle, and Eddie's on one side, and the fin is on the other side. Yeah. And then the fin is just coming, and then it slowly goes underwater, and it's just so creepy.
0: Tina yells out, "She's like, I always loved you. Bye."
3: This and maybe the water skier part, I think, are my favorite parts of the movie, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. That. And so maybe that's part of why I think I like this movie so much is because I feel like there are a lot more of those kinds of sequences than there are cool. in the first one. And I'm not saying this movie is better than the first one. I'm just saying the first one is a lot of, like, character study and, like, like slowly building suspense. And this one just has a lot more action to it, you yeah. know?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, now we're back in town with the ambulance, and Brody still is pretending that he's a police... And I guess nobody else knows that he's
2: been fired. <laughs> no, I guess <as laughs> everyone yeah. knows
1: he's been fired. Because I, I do love that he's walking back to his truck. He kicks all the beer cans. So he drove home drunk that night. Uh-huh. He like yeah. DUI'd his way home. But then he is driving to drop off the cruiser or whatever that Jeep is. And that's when he sees the ambulance. And he starts following the ambulance to see what happened. And then that's when he like, oh, shit, the shark is on the loose again. And that's when he decides to go back to the dock.
3: Right. Firing be damned. Yeah, he
1: like commandeers the police boat. But
3: they also find out Mike is there. So now Ellen and Brody are going to go out and they commandeer that boat. And Deputy Jeff is just like, all right, I'm going to get in trouble, but you're still my boss in my heart. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But And Ellen
1: jumps in the boat and the deputy, who's now the chief, jumps in the boat and they all go chasing after the kids. They go to Tina's boat and they find Tina, right? They go over Mm -hmm. there. And then yeah. Brody, Brody gets in the boat and is like, oh, my God, everyone's gone. And then he sees Tina, like, crying and, like, freaking out, which is
0: completely understandable. Oh, he's like, women's problems. Ellen, come solve them. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's
3: like, Ellen, actually, come here and help. This is actually the first time we know that it's a shark because I don't oh. think they knew what the guy saw when he came up because he came up so quickly he was, like, incapacitated. Right. So this is when, and she's like, they're asking what happened, and she's, this is when she screams shark.
1: Yeah, and then that's when Brody calls Ellen over to take care of this woman's quote-unquote issue, what you were saying, Mikey, and then Brody gets back in the police cruiser boat, he kicks Mm -hmm. the chief out of the boat into Tina's boat, and then he calls that passing-by boat and says, you're going to go in their boat. I'm going to go get the kids, but he doesn't wait for that boat to come over and actually pick them up. So they may just be still stranded out there to this day because he never like that boat could have been like just going changing direction to go to
0: shore. It's so true. And then Brody just gets lost for the rest of the film. The
1: acting police chief should have stayed in that boat to run the boat. He's the only one that knows how to use it. And when Brody's talking on the radio to the helicopter guy talking about like whatever that place is, they're going to meet. The the acting chief definitely would have known how to get there. And Chief Brody is like, I don't fucking know where that is.
4: Right. (laughs) Like, the guy gives him all this stuff, like, do this, go leeward, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, just point to where I need to go. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how uh, ocean navigation works. (laughs) (laughs) Just
3: point. (laughs) Actually, or just keep that guy in the boat with you. And Jen, it's his fucking boat. He's the police chief. Anyway, yeah. So now we've got underwater POV. Um, and Doug's boat, Doug is the, the nerd guy. He's, like, doing some kind of, like, Churchill speech or something and trying to, like, pump his boat up real quick because it's, like, sinking and running out of water. And like, I didn't even catch that. Me either.
1: I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about, although I'm he's, 100% sure it happened. Yeah.
3: He's, like, talking. He's pumping his boat up, and he was like, yes, this is, um, yeah, we can never be afraid, and we have to make sure we get our air in our boats." And I'm not doing it very well, but, like, it's, it's probably some famous speech, but everybody's just kind of, like, staring at him and laughing. And it's one of those, like, half, like, this guy's an idiot and half, like, oh, Dougie. Uh, yeah. Thing, One you know? girl was
0: like, that's Doug. He lives here all year. He's really skinny. He wears glasses. <laughs> Fucking. Loser. Nobody
4: wants him. Yeah, they call him,
2: they
0: call him Captain Bly. Uh,
4: at, after that. He's like, way to go, Captain Bly. What an asshole. Oh.
3: Well, and so now uh because he's trying to inflate this boat, but he doesn't have to worry about it anymore because Jaws just runs up and bonks the boat. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like Jaws chaos now and he swims over and he gets pulled into a boat just in time. But now Jaws bonks Mike's boat and Mike's gets hit in the head, which basically takes him out for the rest of the movie.
1: This scene really bothered me because Jaws like attacks one, maybe two boats, but literally every boat turns over. So like it's just like teens like are like, oh, my God. And like the boat will like flip over. Like, what or if, they
3: run I mean, into each other like just in guys, a stupid goddamn, goddamn they,
1: boat. What are you doing? They went to the lighthouse to play bumper boats. <laughs> That's a euphemism, right?
3: No, no, I'm not googling that. My
2: bad.
1: Totally yeah, yeah, is. Jen, Google
2: bumper boats. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> but Jen, it's actually bump
0: her. Boats.
2: You no, gotta spell it correctly. No. Jen,
0: they're doing water sports out there.
3: <laughs> anyway, so one of the boats capsizes. Every like everybody's like it's boat chaos, and everybody's yeah, everyone's in the water. boat
0: turns over, even though Jaws like casually nudged one. Which is so ridiculous because they're in the open ocean. Like someone should have just turned right. Mm, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so
3: Lady Friend who is babysitting little brother, they end up on top of the capsized boat. Mike is in the water unconscious, but luckily he's wearing a life vest.
0: No one else in the whole group is wearing a
1: life jacket. <laughs> he
3: is nothing if not safety first
1: yeah i mean his dad is the police chief yeah or excuse Mm -hmm. me was the police chief the nerds (laughs) go over there and try and pick him up and the jaws is coming and they barely get him into the boat before jaws gets him
3: this is pretty cool although looks fake jaws like grazes the side of the boat like and this is the clearest picture i think we really get of him
1: this is the paper mache version of jaws is what it looks like (laughs) As it grazes the boat? You can still see newspapers and crap. (laughs) (laughs) We're under attack by a (laughs) piñata. Quick, get my baseball bat. I bet the candy's delicious. (laughs) Oh, it's Tina's boyfriend came out.
2: (laughs) Uh, But
3: so they have one boat that can still sail. So that boat is going to take Mike back and then they're going to send help yes and now jackie is sad because mike's gone and she is gonna annoy me for the rest of the movie that's
0: what she gets for not being in the same boat as it like fuck her yeah wow wow Mm -hmm. Wow, mikey yeah i've never heard someone mm -hmm.
1: come down so hard on the side of she deserved it than
0: you just did (laughs) okay she she shamed mike into going yeah first off
1: yeah she's the reason that sean and mike are there
0: Yeah, and then doesn't even ride in the same boat as him after being so, like, mean to him at the bar? I mean, no.
3: Here's the problem that I have with it, is they're acting like Mike leaving and getting injured is this great tragedy for her, like they've been dating for five years, and she wasn't just going out with the mayor's son the day before, but, like, for the whole rest of the movie, she's, like, presented as this, like, traumatized person, and I'm not saying that she wouldn't be traumatized, because obviously that's terrifying, but it's so out of proportion with everybody else it's just so odd and it's I honestly
1: really yeah. didn't get that she was like lost her shit because of Mike I thought she lost her shit because I would have lost my shit In that situation Like if you're being Attacked by a huge Fucking great white shark I would be screaming As high pitched And as loud as Cousin with the bad hair
0: No she like Stared at Mike lovingly As he sailed off And she's like Oh I'm such a Terrible person There's a little (laughs)
3: bit Of both of those things But it just I think it just Doesn't work partly Because that actress Isn't great And they just Didn't really know How to do it
0: As a Mike who has Not been chosen By a lady who then (laughs) stares off and kind of yells about it later you know (laughs) fuck her
2: I think I have. She
0: had her chance.
2: Oh my god! I think I funny. have
4: great experience being a rejected Mike. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let me
0: tell you, <laughs> Mike deserves someone who wanted in his boat the first time. Yeah, that is that's fair. true. I'm, g- I'm ginning all over this movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the rest of this movie becomes what the ghost ship from Ghost Ship is. They're just like lazily listing in the ocean, trying to hit the cable tie
3: off like island thing. They
0: tie up all the boats together. Did we talk about that? They do. Yeah. So it becomes water world.
3: Yeah, dry land exists. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then Brody gets to the lighthouse, but he can't get any signals on the radio. And then we're forgetting about something really important because now we have Sea Copter. And yes, he yep. is we do. awesome. Oh, yeah. The most
4: famous scene of the movie, probably. Yeah,
3: little, little brother of Flame Copter, Space Flame mm-hmm. Copter, and Storm Copter, Storm copter yeah, now. Yeah, this is so, the yeah. Copter.
1: Yeah, this is Sea We're copter. really expanding mm-hmm.
3: the Copter family, and I yeah. love it.
1: Honestly, the copter verse is getting very large. You're right. It
3: is, yeah. The Copter-connected universe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the 70s mm-hmm. version of Sea Copter is not great. No. No, it's j- It mean, literally is the M.A.S.H. helicopter with just a pontoons on the
0: bottom of it. Yeah. <laughs> It's a catamaran. <laughs> <laughs> it's a copter moran, Mikey. Uh, my favorite part of the whole movie where he's like, yeah, I'll just pull y'all in. And I was like, how? Like, how does that work
1: as <laughs> yeah, a helicopter? Tell me a
0: line. I'll tow you. How does that work
1: when you're <laughs> a helicopter and they're in a boat?
3: <laughs> he, like, immediately capsizes all of the boats yeah. and everybody they drowns. because drown he's pulled the thing going so fast.
1: The movie doesn't let him prove it no. because. No, yeah. because yeah. John literally, like, <laughs> as he's taking off, bites one of the pontoons. Mm-hmm. and then sinks the whole copter i thought that was amazing
4: i did too that's one of those things in movies where they're like i'm going to do something that's completely impossible watch me uh-huh. and then something happens where they don't have to prove mm-hmm. it yeah. it's was, it was like oh th- see that wasn't a ridiculous thing he just got attacked before he yeah did. he totally <laughs> could have done
1: it guys he totally could have done it but jaws was yeah. like hold my fin." <laughs> Mm. Yeah, exactly. like, That helicopter pilot's <laughs> going to kill all those teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he, honestly, Mikey, he still almost does, even though Jaws sinks him because as the blades hit the water they like go and chop up all the
0: sails. They almost died. One of the teenagers should have died from that and that would have been been
4: better. I think so too. This is another one of those weird reaction uh, scenes for me too. Like all the kids they look disappointed (laughs) that the helicopter has been like pulled under the water but they're not like like, freaking out or anything. They're just kind of like well shit that kind of sucks.
3: Right. (laughs) Except for the one girl who's like losing her fucking mind the whole time.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. Jackie.
3: Oh, yeah. I hate the way a lot of them act,
1: because they're also on these broken boats that are, like, tied together, but they're, like, standing on roller skates, too, because they can't not fall into the water at the chance that a wave comes Mm-hmm. Or like Jaws is like you see his spin in the distance and then someone slips and falls in. I want a montage of just like all of them falling with yakity sacks under it.
3: Because <laughs> it would be like it was
1: that ridiculous.
3: Well, yeah. and so the next thing is the shark is back and he's spinning the boat underwater because there's a gigantic sail from the capsized boat that's just going really deep underwater. Yeah. But so he bumps the boats again and they all like we were saying, they like a bunch of them fall into the water, including yeah. the little brother. And this part made me really sad <laughs> Because the lady who had like given up her Saturday to hang with him tries to get him back. Yeah,
1: like she is a hero. She he did is. not fall in the water. She jumps in the water to help Sean mm-hmm. get Sean mm-hmm. out, and then Jaws just swallows her whole. I know, just gulped up, just yeah. swallowed
0: whole like a hot dog.
1: Do, wait, 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 wait. Do you eat hot dogs whole? Like you just swallow?
0: No, hot no, dogs? no. But like, yeah, I miss that. But like, that. she's pretty tall. I mean, she's like five five. Yeah, and he just. He just gulps her down without any blood or biting. He was like, who's that guy from who ate all those hot dogs? You're like Joey Chestnut. Yeah, those uh, the Nathan's Hot Dog Contest. Co- Kobayashi Kobay- or Joey Kobayashi. Chestnut. Yeah, Kobayashi. He, yeah. Kobayashi. Kobayashi. he just Kobayashi'd her like right down. <laughs> <laughs> mm, well, yeah. she
1: was already wet. The technique was he would dip them in water and then swallow them whole. And that is exactly yeah. what happens because she's already wet.
3: <laughs> Look at you. There's a reason why you don't have <laughs>
4: close-ups in those, uh, <laughs>
3: in those things. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh. like, I already, I don't like bread because I once ate a sandwich that had gotten wet. Oh, yeah. Oh, it
4: yeah. surprised so me
3: for life. So, like, those hot dogs. So they yeah. eat, oh
4: is God, is they've got, bars. like, all these, they got all this bun all over their
0: face when they're, when they're eating it and everything. <laughs> Chris, keep going. I think Jed's going to throw up. Please keep yeah. describing.
2: <laughs> I hear some
1: people uh, are into getting bun on their face when they're uh, eating it.
3: Anyway.
4: Yeah, that's true. Buns <laughs> and dogs in the face. <laughs> <Ew>. Google it. <laughs> yeah, right. Google it.
3: Anyways. So now we keep coming back to Brody on the chief, the police boat. It really is
1: just him being lost. Like if Brody was a competent sailor right. that he could have been, because he's been on this island for fucking four years at least. So if that's he was right. a competent sailor and was a good chief of police, he would have known exactly where they were. He would have been to them probably 40 minutes before he was, and he would have saved all of these kids' lives. But he's the reason that that girl just got swallowed whole like a Nathan's hot dog.
3: She's the he last is. person who dies, yeah. though, right? I think so, yeah. So mm. Sean, <laughs> Sean's like on top of this capsized boat, and he's terrified, and he doesn't want to let go of the, sa- the fin on the bottom. Oh, which- yeah.
1: And then the other kids are like, Sean, you motherfucker. Look <laughs> at me, <Yeah>. you stupid <laughs> piece of shit. What the fuck yeah. is wrong with you? And he's yeah. like a five-year-old right. who's super traumatized because his babysitter just got swallowed whole. I love
4: yeah, the scene. That dude's
1: like, <laughs> that dude's like, I'll beat your ass
4: yeah. if you don't
2: show up over he literally here. literally
1: Chris.
0: Yeah, yeah, <gasps> yeah. But, it's insane.
1: Because yeah,
2: it,
0: they start nice, <laughs> and then the one guy's like, nah. listen, Sean, you little shit." You thought the shark <laughs> was bad? I'm going to fucking kill you. And
2: that's what works. Catch yeah. the fucking oh. rope. And it finally You're just right. like turns
0: around. But I know. Listen, yeah. we,
1: are, we are saying it wasn't the right thing to do, but who are we to judge? Because it
2: worked. Yeah.
3: But what I do yes, like is did. when they finally get to him, that big curly friend like hugs him and is like so sweet to him. Yes. So I do feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. it yeah. kind of helped Sean.
4: That kid even gives him a peck on the forehead does. later on. <laughs> it
3: is. And I do really like how they're so protective of this little kid, too. Yeah, I think it's really It sweet. really does feel like they're a small
1: community of kids. Like, they all know each <laughs> other, and they're all sort of friendly, even if they don't hang out every day.
3: Okay, so now we learn, we've we learned that Cable Junction exists a little earlier. Yes.
0: But what's its function?
3: Uh, cable uh, Junction,
2: right? Uh, what's your function? <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely.
3: Um, because it's basically just like <laughs> where the Cable now i've got to sing the whole song i know i know I know.
0: <laughs> there's
4: a cable so prominent at this cable junction mm-hmm. that it becomes a plot point exactly <laughs> the, this is the reason why it's called cable junction is because oh you gotta
0: see this dude's cable it's huge man <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's the island where you go to tort
1: cable
3: Ooh,
2: ew.
0: <laughs> wow
2: <laughs> oh, I love
3: it. Uh, oh, my God. Well, okay, so now they're trying to get to Cable Junction because this is like the last piece of land before just open ocean. Yeah. And so they're kind of trying to direct their sails to it. Um, and this is when Jackie starts annoying some other people too because mm-hmm. um, they all, and it's like that scene in Airplane. Yes, where, it's
4: exactly <laughs> like that. Yeah,
3: where she's like losing her mind and like the mayor's son picks her up and's like shaking her. It's like, snap out of it. And then everything Everybody starts fighting, and then some blonde girl who I just saw for the first time at this point in the movie, she's like, shh, do you hear it? Do you hear it? And then nobody hears anything. I know.
4: They say something to the effect of, it's Cable Junction, then what's Mm -hmm. after that? The Atlantic And then what? And then Ireland. (laughs) Ireland, Yeah, yeah.
3: (laughs) That's dark, These kids
1: don't know a lot about geography, but they're close. They're close. They're in the same ballpark, right? Right, 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 right.
3: But so they're trying to steer towards Cable Junction, um, but they're afraid to paddle because that might attract the shark. Yeah, 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 well, it does. And so they start, they're getting really close and they're starting to redirect, but then that gigantic sail that's underwater because the boat capsized stops, So at least they're not going to, like, pass Cable Junction and, like, float out into the ocean. Right, but
1: they are now trapped in the ocean with Jaws there, right? But this is when Brody shows up, right, to save the day.
3: Yeah, and he's like, I'm going to throw a rope over, and she says they're stuck, and then there's the shark again, um, and then Brody's <laughs> response to seeing Brody the shark is Brody is too- the worst. <laughs>
2: oh, my God. If
1: he was boat competent, he would not have done this. He, like, oh my God. sees the shark, slams on the gas, <laughs> and then hits Cable Junction with an amazing amount of force.
3: <laughs> I know. Like, ca- trashing the only functioning boat right yes. now. Yep. So now Brody has no functioning boats and has screwed everything up, although he's still pretty hot. Um, so
2: like, <laughs> This is the most oh,
4: uh, I've ever heard anybody talk about Roy Scheider being a sex symbol I in mean, my <laughs> life.
1: Jen, listen, Jen calls him like she sees him now. I do, yeah. man. No, I've I've always seen him and like, yeah, that guy's
4: a pretty good looking dude. But I've never heard anybody go, "Yeah, marry me."
3: You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the boat he doesn't know how to use.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe yeah. It's so. I hear women love a man who doesn't know how to use his boat.
3: Yeah. I'll teach him how to sail. (laughs) I can fix him. That's what it
2: is.
3: (laughs) That's right. Maybe. Really, honestly, I think it's the tan. All right. So, but there's, the shark is around again, too. And so now he's got that dragger thing. Yeah, he's
1: got like the hooks that they were dragging before. And he ties off the rope and throws the other end of the rope to the kids and says, pull in the hooks and then hook them to your boat. And I'll use the winch to pull you over, which is actually Mm -hmm. a great idea, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it sinks to the bottom. And then Mm -hmm. they get it stuck on a cable... And so the cable, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like the said, cable.
2: This
4: thing is a girthy cable, oh. man. It's a, it is so huge. <laughs> it is Cable
2: Junction,
3: okay? Yeah. You
0: faint at the size of this cable. <laughs> like, how many cables are going into Cable Junction? Like, how many cables are really
1: probably a lot, Mikey? It is Cable Junction, just yeah.
4: the one, man. No, you know he, he he doesn't need multiple cables. He's only got one. He's a
3: one cable kind of guy. <laughs> so
1: let's not focus on the fact that why would there be a cable junction. After the island, <laughs> on the way to the Atlantic, <laughs> the That's cable my question question should be in between yeah, the mainland exactly. and the island. Let's not talk about saying, that. It's Let's completely, completely past fucking made yeah. up.
0: <laughs> this is where Ireland gets its power. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly we gotta put our power all the way out back it's here ridiculous. You know,
1: because, because of those those terrible teens are always fucking with oh, our transformer yeah. but anyway <laughs> brody does wrench up the cable right yeah and then because the cable is now sort of on the way out to the kids he's like oh i'm just gonna american ninja warrior my way out to the kids and he climbs on top of it with a rubber boat underneath them that he can sort of like resting on his way out
2: uh-huh.
3: well but mm. before that happens the shark realizes that he could have just eaten through the fabric of all of these boats the whole time oh, yeah. because they're like basically put together with popsicles so a <laughs> bunch of them like get... yeah, yeah, yeah. So, i'm sorry sorry yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they get like their boats all get fucked up again a bunch of them fall in the water some of them of swim the cable junction yeah and, and this is it. when the blonde it. girl gets like <laughs> side swiped and i was like are their gills really sharp or something? I couldn't figure <laughs> out. I thought she got bit until she came out
0: of the water and I was like, Oh no, she's fine. That's a scientifically accurate thing that happened. Is it? Shark skin's really, really tough.
3: Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: It's a weird choice since the it's a killer shark. Why didn't it just eat her?
3: But Right. Yeah. yeah. It's not time yet. It's not her time. I just like the two guys who
0: swam to the junction. They're like, Whew, well, we're alive.
3: I know. Yeah, good luck, everybody. <laughs> We're gone. Bye. Because Sean and Jackie are still in the boat. Yes. And I wish it was just Sean. I wish Jackie wasn't there because she's just like, this is yeah, what Yeah, she's
1: such an attention hog, Jen. I get it, man. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, come on, yeah. cousin with the bad hair. <laughs> she is.
3: This is where I think they're trying to kind of shoehorn in this final girl dynamic. Although, yeah. that wasn't really a thing. It, well, no, I guess I it kind of was. But I, I
1: don't think they're trying to do it. It just sort of feels yeah. like. They have the most right. two vulnerable people. A woman right. who doesn't have a man because Mike left or whatever. Uh-huh. I don't like right. it, but I think that's what they're doing. Yeah.
3: I do too, and I think it, like if it had just been Sean, I think it would have worked a lot I think it would have been great too, know? yeah. But yeah, this is when Brody hatches his plan and he's got the cord way out of the water.
1: Well, because the boat winched it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, shimmy, he shimmies
0: across the cable. Mm-hmm.
1: But he yeah. gets to mm-hmm. a point where he's like really close to the water now and he, he is, realizes yeah. that or maybe he just remembers that they're drawn to sound. The sharks are drawn mm-hmm. to sound. So he gets the little the world's smallest paddle and starts right. like smashing mm-hmm. the cable <laughs> and it's making the sound, right? And then the shark uh-huh. stops attacking the boats. And then starts swimming closer to him. And that's where you get, like, the back and forth for, like, five minutes of the shark coming at Brody. And Brody looking at the shark, like,
2: come Mm -hmm. on, you son of a bitch. It takes forever. I know, it does. And (laughs) he's, like,
1: pushing the cable down as far as he can. So when the Jaws comes to get him, he's going to shove it in his mouth. And that's what happens. Like, Jaws, like, comes at him. Bites the cable and then let's go. He says,
0: Bon appetit. Oh my does God. Does he say that? He says some ridiculous one liner before. He says, Jaws appetit. Yeah.
1: Jaws yeah. appetit.
3: So he, <laughs> like, you can see everybody sitting on the rocks and then the shark, the fin is swimming through. And I think that's really cool. But then they're like, he's heading right for you. And he says, yeah. I got something for you now. Yeah. There's so and much so, of that back and yeah. forth. Yeah. Yeah. It does oh. go on a little long. Um, but so then he comes up and, like, Jaws eats the wire. And Brody, apparently, with reflexes, like, a cat like jumps back into the boat so he's safe but jaws like inches from but him he is- should
0: be dead because yeah jaws also yeah. Like, yeah explodes
1: yeah he,
2: yeah he
0: should
1: be dead yeah. and like skipping across the water as the electrical current pushes him away like it's mm-hmm. like that is so much voltage he would have been shot across the water
3: yeah like jurassic park style oh yeah mm-hmm. um but so jaws is getting electrocuted and it's really cool like because there's like fire in his mouth and he's like Crying, yeah, the papier-mâché I mean. head
1: of Jaws is literally burning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he yep. goes
3: underwater, and then everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. Jackie's crying, Brody paddles out, and gives Jackie his, his jacket.
4: Good thing she's the only one that's in shock. Yeah. That right. Exactly. There's only Screw so Sean. many jackets to, to just pass around. Captain
1: Brody's blood son <laughs> is, like, in shock, too, and he's like, fuck you, Sean. <laughs> right. And Sean's mm-hmm. like, but they made me come with them. I do like that <laughs>
3: moment. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was sweet. Well, especially
4: because of his reaction, Roy Scheider's reaction, yeah. where he's like, "Yeah, sure, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get mad at you because you nearly died, and it's probably my fault." Right. But, yeah.
3: <laughs> and <laughs> that's, that's the movie, movie. yeah, because it like yeah. freeze frame, yeah.
1: <laughs> roll the credits. Yeah.
0: There's a climax, but there's no resolution. This is, is a weird way to end the movie.
1: It is because mm-hmm. Brody's still fired. They're still stranded at Cable Junction. There's no resolution to a bunch of like plot holes in this movie.
4: They do just kind of like, well, that's it. Sharks electrocuted. Let's go. So (laughs) having seen the movie,
1: having talked about the movie, let's do some final thoughts. What did you guys think watching it whenever you watched it? So I
4: hated this movie. Um, (laughs) I'm going to be interested to hear what Jen says uh, that justifies liking it. Uh, I don't think I was generally like, uh, like comparing it to the first one, although that's. That is something that you do. Yeah. I, I was sitting there going, man, the first one has all these like like cool little nifty scenes, and mm-hmm. this one is just like, fuck you, here's the shark, and it's going to attack things, and we're not going to do anything special with it at all. And it just feels like exactly the kind of cash-grab sequel that you make today, where you're just like, oh, you like that shark, did you? Well, we're going to give you tons of shark in this, uh, and mm-hmm. not give you any of the other stuff that made the first Jaws really good that's the one of the biggest things that I always rail up rail against when they when people make a a copycat or a sequel mm. of something that was popular they take the bare elements of what was good in the first one and give you more of that Instead of giving you like like we were talking about throughout this whole thing, where you have a conversation with him and Dreyfus, I know they couldn't get Dreyfus. They could have gotten, they could have had Lady Shark knowledge person. They could have had her or Ellen. You know, Ellen was or great. Ellen. They could
0: have shown their relationship. more.
4: There's a number of like nice conversations they had and everything they could have had. And it's weird. Like it, it seems like it's eager to want to be this action movie, but at the same time. There's a lot of like suspenseful scenes that just go on way too long. There's too many montages yep. and everything. Mm. It feels like whoever writes these movies are people who are really, really pissed off at people who get to go on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you see people like having the most fun, that's when the shark attacks. Yeah. It's always, it, like, mm-hmm. it's no surprise who's going to get attacked in a shark movie, but they're always the person having the most fun possible. And that's <laughs> when the shark attacks. And this goes a long way to what you're saying, Jen, about the slasher movies, uh, how conservative they are a lot of times. But it's, it's, uh, it's like every time somebody's having that awesome time, they're, it's like the writer's like, fuck you, man. I never got to go to no beach. <laughs> fuck you. you know. Yeah, I- I don't
3: have a sailboat. (laughs)
4: Exactly. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I hated this. I just felt like there was a lot of stuff that they were just kind of glossing over throughout this whole thing. And I really needed more for me to be invested in it. And once I'm not invested in it, it doesn't matter how good any kind of technical thing is after that. It's just, it doesn't matter.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: And I do, I really love it. And I liked it as much as I think I remember liking it. And part of it, I think, is because I grew up watching it and I've seen it a lot. So there's like, there's definitely the nostalgia Mm -hmm. element. To me Mm
2: -hmm. so like
3: that's what keeps Me invested in it you know and I do I like the teenagers you know Um, it's pretty stereotypical, but I I don't know. I kind of like how they interact with each other. And I think it's interesting because it reminds me a lot of the Stephen King teenagers that I think I read in a lot of books, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, I really like sharks and like all the shark stuff you were talking about. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Um, I do know that I recognize that there's a lot they could have done to make this a better movie, but I think the things that I like about it, I really like,
0: I, uh, I'm going to have to go ahead and agree with Chris on this. (laughs) It's fun to make fun of. But I, I kind of hate it. One, Roy <laughs> Schneider and Jaws is, is amazing. A, a, and they waste him in the sequel. And then there's just no suspense. I, I'm not invested. I'm not even invested in Roy Schneider, who I love in the first movie. Yeah, I mean, I,
1: I didn't hate it. It was like, I don't know. I was scared watching the first one. I wasn't really scared watching this one um, because, like, Mikey and you guys were talking about how it's not really suspenseful. I felt like it was silly. Like, And, Mikey, you've been talking about how the third one is just bonkers silly and fun. So, I can sort of see it going that way i'm I'm sure it's not as crazy and funny as it's gonna be, but I felt like this one was more silly and more funny than the first one was by far, yeah, and it just i I just don't think it's a great movie. it's really slow paced, but a lot of seventies movies are almost unwatchable now because we're so spoiled because people actually know how to make a fast paced good movie now, but I, I feel like it suffers from a lot of that kind of stuff. I think anyone could watch this even as a horror virgin it's not yeah. that scary. I think it would be a lot more fun to watch with friends because you could just sort of make fun of, you know cousin with the bad hair and you know paper mache mm-hmm. jaws and stuff but it's just not mm-hmm. that scary but let's talk box office. box office so what do you guys think it cost to make this movie in 19 probably 77 it came out in 78 so i'm assuming they made it over the course of 77
4: <laughs> i will refrain from answering because i do uh, know okay
2: i will too <laughs> Oh, yeah. Mikey, right? right you're the
1: only gets the guess mikey what do you think it cost 20 million dollars to make really yeah in 1978 yeah it was a very expensive movie in its first week out it came out june Sixteenth, nineteen seventy eight, and its first week out, <laughs> I could only find two movies that were in theaters at this time, and it was Jaws two and Grease.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they both they came out the same day. Yeah, I think they
1: both premiered the same day. Grease was in two hundred and twenty more theaters, and Jaws two still beat it. Jaws two almost had ten million dollars its first weekend. It uh-huh. had nine million eight hundred sixty six thousand, and Grease came in second with almost nine million dollars.
3: Both good movies. What do you
1: think it made over the course of its domestic run in theaters?
3: $90 million.
1: Forty-five. Chris, do you have a guess? <laughs> I know the answer. Oh, so. okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. okay.
0: Chris is a better podcaster than us. He, like, researched this whole film <laughs> before he came out. I researched my dick off, guys. You know? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> so I know
0: all this shit.
4: <laughs> Believe me, I,
1: I do, too, when I'm single. Um, <laughs> so it made $102,922,376 what? in its domestic run run. Nice. And In its international run, it made another $105 million putting the total at 208 208- Almost $209 million worldwide. <laughs>
4: yeah, which is astounding if you extrapolate for inflation, inflation and everything. Mm. Yeah, that's an
1: insane, insane number.
4: It was the uh, highest grossing sequel until Rocky II came out the next year. And, you know, when you first see the amount, you're like, ah, oh, that's kind of, I mean, you don't think about 1978. You just go, oh that's all right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it made an okay amount, but that's like insane amount of money.
1: If you adjust for inflation, it's $825 million dollars wow, wow. that's insane nice. wow. that's like avengers money mm-hmm. yeah. the shark avengers all right Jen, you got some
3: <laughs> for us i do Here but i want to say i would facts? watch shark avengers me too <laughs> so this was directed by janeau swark yeah i had, I had no idea name. yeah no idea <laughs> yeah um but okay so i was talking about how the production was pretty troubled the original director was no shit john d hancock
2: really and, um, john hancock yeah. directed
3: this movie he yeah, did, right. John D. Hancock. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry,
4: sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, did you not notice the lack of a huge signature with this
3: movie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Uh, but yeah, they ended up firing. I'm going to post a lot more information about this because, um, and, you know, Chris, you might know more about this, but they ended up firing him because he mm-hmm. just kind of didn't really, I think he didn't really have enough experience to take on this kind of movie. Um, yeah. was the long and short of what I got because they were in Martha's Vineyard for like 18 months trying to shoot this. It wasn't really Jeez. going anywhere. They he, were having uh, a lot of problems with it.
1: Yeah, I mean there were a lot of problems with the first one. He
4: fired a girl off the set who in, who turned out to be one of the studio brass's girlfriends uh, he mm-hmm. didn't know that was one part of it, he said. There was yeah. another that I can't remember, but I thought that was interesting. He's like, you know, we get the fuck off the set, and then he finds out later, oh, that's uh, that's one of my boss's girlfriends. That's oh, <laughs> right.
3: Oh, <God. you> know? <laughs> Which, if you were making progress on your movie, probably wouldn't have been that big of a deal, but, like, they were just, it was like they were stuck. You it know? could
1: easily have been the straw that broke the camel's back, though, yeah.
3: Right, yeah. So yeah, they yeah, fired yeah. him, and then, because they had asked originally asked Spielberg to do it, and he had given a quote in 1979, saying uh, making a sequel to anything is just a cheap carny trick um, <laughs>
2: and apparently you can, <laughs> see,
4: you can see how he changed that philosophy yeah. mm-hmm.
3: uh, maybe when he saw how much jaws made um, but yeah. like, apparently he didn't even respond the first time they asked him to direct this and that's partly because like he, famously he had a terrible time directing the, yeah, first, the jaws first one was
0: difficult just- for him mm-hmm. yeah right, well, right. also so- he got Uber famous from, I mean Spielberg's right. blowing up right now. So I mean, like he probably yeah. was like, I'm not gonna make. Do well, and at like this that.
4: at this point, like I mean, he's making Close Encounters. I think during the actually he makes Close Encounters, and it comes out during the time this is getting filmed. Yeah. So like he is definitely like a mega star director yeah. at mm-hmm. this point.
3: Well, and so after they fired that first director, he considered coming back, and he wrote this um, idea for a movie. And but he was still contractually obligated to work on Close Encounters, and they weren't going to be able to start filming again for a year, and they just they didn't want to wait that long. But, right. Well, the original idea he had was going to be a prequel based on the story oh, yeah. Quint tells about the USS Indianapolis, which oh. is a
1: movie they need to make.
3: I think they made that movie
1: with Nick Cage, right?
3: I think there's some adaptation of it, and it's an actor that I know. Okay, so that is, and so they ended up hiring this guy Geno Swart. I really hope I'm saying Geno. It. So- Sh- Shark. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll just yeah. call it Shark. Yeah, yeah. Um and so apparently he and Sh- Roy Schneider did not get along at all and actually almost got into a fist fo- fist fight at one point. Oh Jesus. Um and they had to, like, write letters to each other apologizing or oh something. Oh, my God. I know. It was like the producers had to break the fight up or something. He was apparently mm-hmm. mad that um, <laughs> the director was spending a lot more time on the extras and, like, the kid actors than him or something. Do you forgive
1: me? Circle yes or no. <laughs> Check
3: yes or no, yeah. But also, like, Roy Schneider really did not want to do this movie. Um and so, but he had just quit the role of Michael Vronsky in Deer Hunter, and it was like two weeks before this. But he had a contract with Universal, and so in order to get out of being in Deer Hunter, he had to be in this. And so he really didn't want to be there. But they gave him a ton of money. Like I think I read that it like quadrupled what he made for. the yeah, first Yeah, it was four hundred
4: thousand mm. uh, compared to the hundred that he got for seventy the first one. Jeez. Right.
3: Yeah, so that was part of it. And I read at one point that he even tried to like fake having like a mental breakdown to try to get out of the movie. He tried to crawl <laughs> his way out
1: of there, like he yeah. a wearing a dress, holding a rifle, like
3: Yeah. And I don't know how verified that is or if that's just kind of a story. But um but I do think it's interesting. Like I don't think you can tell in the movie that he hates it. You know, I still no, think I, he's no. his performance in is fine. It. Yeah. This is one of the most famous taglines for in like cinematic history. It's uh just when you thought it was safe to go back in the world. Which I actually thought was what the tagline for the first movie was And I was reading Mm -hmm. that and I was like oh I guess it was from the sequel Yeah and and it Um, makes
1: more sense that it would be from the sequel But it is like the tagline about Jaws you remember
3: Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They started in Martha's Vineyard and they used some extras there. But after like 18 months, they got so annoyed, and they, some people started wearing like universal go home shirts. And so when the new director took over, they moved the shooting down to uh, Navarre Beach in Florida. And so that's huh. where they shot the rest of it. At one point they were the kids were on the boats and they were like screaming for help and and it was because real hammerheads were circling their boats. What? But from a distance ah. the crew just thought they were acting. Oh my yeah. god. I know yeah nobody everybody was fine, so but, when uh, that
1: when that guy grabbed Sean and was hugging him, like he it was just damning yeah. re- real the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow, Jesus, okay,
3: so they finished filming right before Christmas, and because it was cold, they had to put ice cubes in their mouth so that their breath wouldn't show when they were speaking their dialogue. interesting, so wow, wrong. okay, yeah.
4: That probably also didn't help them with their performance. Yeah.
3: Probably not, right. <laughs> so they didn't budget this movie because, the, like, the studio never would have said, okay, for that big of a budget then. Because mm. um, they estimated it was costing like $80,000 a day. Jesus. See. And it was like a long shoot, too. Um, but they said. yeah, Is it 18 months or something like that? That was for the first part of it. Jeez. But they said they were spending the profit from Jaws and that it'll take what it takes. So yep,
4: just yep. There you go. It. Well, I mean, they ended up making another $200 million after that. Yeah, so. right,
3: exactly. Yeah. Okay, so they used extras from a high school called Gulf Breeze High School in Florida. So that scene at the pool party, those are like actual twi- uh, student musicians from their high school band. Aww. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So this is my last fun fact, and it's really obscure, but I thought it was hilarious just because I took French. Okay, so... The French oh. title of this movie, did you see this, Chris? <laughs>
4: yeah, I did.
3: <laughs> is it okay, Les so Incompetents? No, no. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> les Incompetents. I do like saying that there. I know you okay, do. Okay, so the French title of Jaws is Les Dents de la Mer, which trans is translated into the teeth of the sea. So, okay. to call it Les Dents de la Mer de, which is de, is, sec- is two, that sounds like the word merde, which is de la merde, which is shit. Yeah. <laughs> so they couldn't call it that, so they called it Les Dons de la Mer deuxième partie, which is part two. Uh. I it was
0: funny.
3: So they didn't call it <laughs> <laughs> jaw shit. Funny. Yeah, they wouldn't.
1: They wouldn't want to call it the shit of the sea or whatever. That, <laughs> exactly. it works out to be. So that's
0: probably seafood restaurant
3: shit of the sea. <laughs> I thought it was a funny little detail. <laughs> um, and those are my fun facts. Well, thank you for your fun facts, Jen. So let's do that scary scale, Jen. Hey, listeners, our scary scale is a scale we use to rank how scary we thought the movie was. It's not the quality of the movie. It's how scared we were when we watched it today. Our one example is Ghostbusters. Our 10 example is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All right, Chris, what are you going to rank this one?
4: Oh, this is probably like a three. Wow. It's nice. not scary <laughs> at all, really. There are a lot of deaths, but there's not a lot of like, oh, my God, oh, my mm. God. There's like a maybe maybe the one scene where dude's in the, the kite or whatever, and he keeps yeah. dipping and that down got to me the too. Water mm-hmm. Okay, I'll give it to you. Yeah, so. I- I'm
1: going to give it a two because the kite scene was scary, and then when Sean went in the water, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Mm-hmm. I didn't care
0: about any of the other kids.
3: <laughs> All right, Mikey. I'm gonna give it a two.
2: That's right. surprising,
0: coming from you. Oh. The scene with where they're bobbing in the water is scary. Yeah, and then the, the Sean and Mike stuff was scary. There were the stakes were real for those. I thought Mike might get killed when he was in the life jacket. I mean, it was good.
2: I, I, mm-hmm.
0: I, it's not super scary, but
3: I think I'm gonna give it a two as well. Um,
0: wow, did I like give it more credit
4: than you guys did? <laughs> you did. Just I thought barely. I was. I thought I was lowballing oh. it, and you guys are like,
0: no, nah, fuck that. It's a two. <laughs> uh, this is a trap we set for you chris well, it's like everybody look how dumb chris is for giving it a three <laughs> yeah i mean that's the way i feel about it
4: you fucking sandbagging motherfuckers.
1: <laughs> oh shit that's funny so this week you guys made me watch jaws 2 what are you guys making me watch
0: next week uh i discussed it with Jen, but i have forgotten
3: <laughs> hey i know What You Did Last Summer, because that's Uh, what we're watching. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, next week we are watching I Know What You Did Last Summer. Okay. And I'm so excited because
1: I love this movie. That's another one of those, like, late 90s, early 2000s slasher movies, right?
3: Yes,
0: it Uh, is. yes. Yep. It's fantastic. Okay. Mm -hmm. I saw it in theaters. Opening night, I was there. So, guys,
1: watch <laughs> I Know What You Did Last Summer for our yeah. next episode that starts right after summer starts.
3: Right. <laughs> I think these two are kind of, like, surrounding the 4th of July, and they yeah. both kind of have 4th of July elements to it, yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, so. guys, check out that one if you haven't seen it yeah. already, which you probably have. So, Mikey, do you have a review for us to read? I don't. Well, while you look one up, let me tell people how they can leave a review for you to read. And that is simply to go to Apple iTunes and leave us a five-star text review and give Mikey something to read. So, actually, like, type in some text there. And then we can have
0: Mikey read it on the show. Koopman 1990 says, "Nailed it! Nice. This podcast has definitely nailed it. Heard a commercial for it on oh. iHeartRadio, oh. so I checked it out, really? and now I'm hooked. Wow! Keep doing what you're doing. Five stars.
1: Well, thank you so nice. much, Koopman 1990. Nice. I didn't even know we had an ad on iHeartRadio, so I know I don't know where that came from. But thank you so much for uh, <laughs> like doing what it told you and listening to the podcast.
3: That's awesome. Yeah. And we need to. They just
1: auto generate ads on iHeartRadio. We're just like, oh, here's a podcast we like, and boom, (laughs) here's an ad.
3: Some intern Mm -hmm. at
1: iHeartRadio is a fan and just snuck us in.
3: Hey, yeah. thanks, intern. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Also, thank you for reading, for writing that review. Absolutely. That we
1: awesome. really, really appreciate those reviews. And guys, yeah. make sure you yes, leave so your five-star kind.
3: reviews so we can read it on the
1: podcast. Uh, we're a member of the Consequence Podcast Network, so guys, make sure you check out their other great podcasts like Loser's Club and Halloweenies and This Must Be the Gig and Kyle Meredith With and The Fifth Dimension, mm-hmm. The Opus, The Assembly. Guys, check them out. They're great. All those great also, ones. check out the Consequence Sound website. There's a lot of great pop culture and movie articles there so it's great if you want to check out our shit please do by going to horrorvirgin.com for our blog and merch store if you want to check out us online go to at horror virgin pretty much on all the socials if you want to follow us all individually we are at jen is at jen Ferratu. mikey is at m randolph 24 and i am at todd j awesome If you want to help financially support the show, please do by going to patreon.com slash horror virgin. we got a lot of great levels and a lot of great things like, uh, you know, listener requests and exclusive video content, bonus episodes, all that great, awesome, awesome, awesome shit. So, guys, if you want to do that, please do. If you can't or don't want to financially support the show, but you still want your daily free content, check out our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash horror virgin, or we link it on social pretty much every week. So, check it out there and join the awesome, very quickly growing community. We're like closing in on a thousand members. It's Super crazy! I know. I, know, I cannot believe I we're believe it. Yeah, we're getting pretty close. Are it's we really? Insane. Yeah, we're like at 870 yeah. members right now. It's insane. Ooh. Anyway, so guys, check out the group. Yeah. It's awesome. It's a lot of fun. So, Chris, thank you so much for joining us on the yes, Jaws 2 yes. episode. Was it was amazing to time. have you. Thank you
4: guys for having Absolutely. me. Awesome. It's fun talking about a movie that I don't get to talk about very often. <laughs> because you guys yeah. pretty
2: much
1: stick to good movies, right?
4: Oh, hot uh, take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ka- ka- you know, I mean, it's, it's all over, but like our, our podcast a lot of times uh we we will pick uh you know uh, an era or a, or a, a country or something like that and we seem to run across some of the same ones and I do love it when we get to ones that we don't get to talk about very often and yeah. everything and so uh so stuff like this where jaws too you get to really go in depth into a movie that like nobody ever goes in depth on <laughs> I love it I love it um but uh, yeah we are uh sincast presented by cinema sins we're a CinemaSins Sins is a YouTube channel that, uh, you know, uh, fuck starts movies for a living. Um, no, it just we just are we're just real uh, we're just like real dickheads uh, about movies and everything. On that, the SinCast is a completely different animal. We we you know you get to hear our like real quote unquote opinions about uh, movies yeah. on that. We have a million other things: TV sins, music video sins. Um uh you know Jonathan who's been on this podcast a, a yeah, few absolutely. times he's on that bo- he's on behind the sins this is another podcast that we have uh yeah every day is a never-ending storm of reviews <laughs> of scripts and videos <laughs> and things of that yeah. nature uh so yeah we have a lot of things and uh you know you can pick you can pick a lane on us you can either like all of our stuff or just a couple of our things it doesn't really but matter there was a lot to choose so, from in yeah. the
0: expanded sins universe yes mm-hmm. yes there is well thanks so much for coming on
4: absolutely yes, it, was, it was
3: awesome yeah.
4: thanks thanks for having me guys.
3: yeah we'll come back
4: yeah absolutely you uh need a guest yeah give me another list i'll pick from it
1: we will definitely do that awesome
3: all right so thank you so much for joining us chris and listeners thank you for joining us um that's going to be it for us this week i hope you have a safe and wonderful fourth of july i'm jen
0: i'm mikey and i'm your horror virgin todd guys (laughs) have a great week (laughs) bye Chris, I didn't mean anything personal by it. I just meant I knew where you lived, and that was in a creepy way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think— He
1: knows we know where he lives. We've been to his house. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But I can
2: walk there. Consequence Podcast Network.